I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself. Under pressure, sacked by Quinton Williams. You look to your left and your right, you got guys out there with you that, that our whole point is to help each other. This one the Mims. That's Corey Davis climbing the ladder. To be able to go out and, and lead these guys, just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and then you get that chance to, to lead them. Everything that happened that needed to happen for us, it almost felt like kind of like a sign, like, Get like a second chance almost. Gets extra pushes, running left. Maybe a little extra life breathing the block. Touchdown Jets! Welcome to Talking Jets. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined alongside my beautiful co-pilots. I've got Green Bean and Mr. Matt O'Leary. Boys, how you doing tonight? Green Bean, I'm gonna kick it to you first. I'm all excited, man. This all this Jimmy G talks making me crazy. I can't wait to sign him. <laughs> oh, Matt, how you doing tonight? Today is one of those days where you're just so thankful we get to do what we do. One an elite Jets Twitter day. Just so much fun had by everyone involved, and I'm so excited to be with you both. I am so excited. We didn't have Matt last week, so I'm excited to have him this week, which is fun because I get to introduce something for the chat to have a little bit of fun. The members saw a little bit of this through the member, uh, you know, only video that I posted the other day. But if you guys have some disagreements with what one of us says, we are going to allow you to maybe put one of us in a little timeout. Ah, see, now I get to talk to myself, and Matt and Greenbean cannot talk to me. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> see, this is the kind of fun I get to have on the show. But we're going to allow this um, freeze feature. If someone would like to do it and you disagree with us enough, we obviously had to... Uh, <laughs> dictate how much it would cost to do this because we didn't want someone absolutely freezing us out uh, altogether. Um, so if you want to do it, 20 bucks. Uh, if not, you could be a member or whatever, and then you get one of those uh, per month with your member chat. But yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun having uh, some discussions with you guys. Now, look at this. We got Bick in Texas coming in saying, thanks for all the content today, guys. Of course, we are hanging out. Oh, how nice of you guys to join me. Hey, what was that? <laughs> Dude, I never told Matt and Greenbean what was going to happen, so it was kind of nice to, <laughs> to see it. Oh, yeah, I well, enjoyed yeah that. man. So this is little, now I'm not alone with Freeze Bean. I got uh, Freeze back. <laughs> this is good. We freeze can, can we freeze Ryan? To, we could freeze Ryan if you start spouting off some nonsense too, right? Oh, there he goes. Oh, well, now All we don't right. have to. Now it's our show, Green Bean. We get to run this All thing. All right, I like it. I wonder if he's going to actually wait the whole minute, though, Matt. I'm sure he can end it if he wants. Uh, he probably could, but I, he's a man of faith. He's a he's an honorable guy. I don't think he's going to end this. <laughs> end this early. Now, I I wonder if he now can he hear us because we can talk about him. Oh yeah, I mean, we, well, we were able to hear. Him oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole thing. Do so. we? I'm not the smartest guy in the room. That's okay. I yeah, I was I like so happy that time. I got. 
I was so happy that I got to hang out with you earlier today, and now we get the rematch or the redo on this stream. Oh, yeah. It's just a full right. day of green bean today. Well, you know, it's funny about, uh, I don't know, an hour later, I was, I was doing some stuff and I just went on YouTube and you were live again. I almost jumped on your stream, but I was being, I was being summoned. Uh, but I almost wanted, I was going to jump on yours with you too. I said, fuck it, I'm going to hang out with Matt all day. That would have been great. Two hour live stream today. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. So that's going to be a little cool, fun. This is cool, Ryan. Today. So how right? much did you say that was? The five bucks? Nah, I said, I said 20 bucks. That way you can, oh, yeah, yeah, ice us. That way it's like, you know, they don't have, they, they're not going to freeze us out the whole show. Because if I were to say like five bucks, then we get a zillion freezes all the time. So, God damn it. Hunt <laughs> miles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, my Viles, I'm going to get to you in just a second. <laughs> Sent it a $20 one. Ah, uh, Chris KV. Chris KV drops in with the super chat. Says, Carson Wentz or bust. Love you guys. Bring in Aaron Rodgers, AR-12, to New York. Break the curse. The Lord willing, make something out of our second overall pick. Fingers crossed, right? We got an opportunity here to, to maybe re- do the whole Zach Wilson thing. Uh, Buffalo Jet fan says, remember my wise words from when I was on, if Matt O'Leary made daily content about an Adam Gase Jets team, anything is possible. Aaron Rodgers to New York, baby. Buffalo Jet fan knows where it's at. Let's go. Better sub up, Buffalo. Mutt Viles looks like he wants to free someone. Ryan wants the panel to go on a darkness frozen retreat. Let's get Rodgers, boys. Let's effing go, Jets. If we keep the 13 pick, do we trade it for a star or draft an offensive lineman? Uh, Mutt Viles, I'm going to let you pick. Well, you are going to pick. You get to pick who you want to freeze because you sent in the 20 bucks. So whoever you want, you get to do it. But we'll start discussing until I see it pop up over here. It's going to be fun when I just hit someone mid-sentence. <laughs> That's when it's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be when it's like one of us gets hot. We're pissing off the chat. He picked, oh, he picked Ryan. <laughs> oh, my God. What a good dude. Uh, what a good best. dude. Oh, wait. So Mutt Viles did it. Oh, Mutt, he said you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go, Mutt Viles. Killing it. I love it. Yeah, dude, how the hell? Dude, I got to say something, Matt. Ryan's an impressive yeah. fella, isn't he? I am blown away by the production quality on these live streams. It makes me, I look like, I don't know, like a, a monkey trying to figure out how to start a fire whenever <laughs> I do a live stream. And this is like CBS quality broadcasting right here. It really is. I know you can't look as much as look, we love Ryan. We're tight. We're buddies. We're all rooting. You can't help but feel less than next to this, right? Oh, you can't help it. No, it's yeah. I mean, come on. This is, this is just unbelievable production. I love it. Look, and he's going to be back in eight yeah. seconds. Look at this. Mutt Biles says, I love this. <laughs> he's going to be doing it all night. I thought it was I fun. Thanks, Mutt Viles. I'm glad, <laughs> glad I got the first one. Uh, all right. So he's saying, uh, if we keep the 13 pick, do we trade it for a star or draft an offensive lineman? So Greenbean, I want to throw it to you first. What do you think we do if we get Rodgers and we keep 13? All right. So... The idea, it's funny, we were talking about this earlier, the idea of keeping 13 um, and getting Rodgers, uh, I think that would be amazing, guys. Uh, I find it hard to believe. Now, we have seen a little bit of a talk about them, you know, kind of like how much money they eat in direct correlation to how much compensation it takes to get Rodgers. I, I could see that, right? Like if they say, hey, we'll eat half the contract, but we want that first, like something like that. 
different story, right? Um, but I, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I just find it difficult. Uh, I would love to do it. Now, let's say we do. If we keep 13, you go for the offensive tackle unless one of the offensive tackles that you really think are worth 13th, the 13th pick aren't there. If not, you grab Brian Branch. Or, dude, depending on what happens with Jalen Carter, mm. if he slides, it's our opportunity to get Warren Sapp again. Maybe it's all turning around, guys. Imagine every we're fixing everything in one year. I love it. I do that. Matt, what about you? What are you doing at 13? I'm still team draft offensive tackle. I don't think a 38-year-old Dwayne Brown coming off major surgery is enough for me to go, okay, left tackle's fixed, and we don't have to worry about it if one of the three main guys are up there. I mean, I like Broderick Jones a lot. I like Peter Skoronsky a lot, and I like Paris Johnson a lot. So if one of my guys are there, I'm going to pull the trigger on it because you're, you got to rely on – if you don't, you're basically relying on 38-year-old Dwayne Brown Makai Becton to be healthy for the first time in three years. And Max Mitchell, who had a scary injury or scary illness at the end of last year, to be healthy. A lot has to break right. And sure, of course it can, but I don't know. I think you got to grab that O-lineman still. Yeah, I, I still tend to lean offensive linemen. I do like the idea of trading down, though. I think if you wind up in a situation where... I don't think you can get back Tiari without giving up 13 if you're giving up if you're getting back Tiari on Rodgers. But if you keep 13, you have Rodgers. I like the idea of recouping like let's say it's a second round pick you wind up giving for Rodgers. I like sliding back into the mid 20s and targeting a safety, uh maybe an offensive lineman back there. I think it depends maybe how strongly they they feel about the offensive lineman at the top of the draft. I would like them to at least you know, maybe consider Because I think if you move back, then at least you could pick up the center. Because I, I think we have to draft a center. I don't think there's going to be one out in free agency that I really like. Um, so we'll see. I would, I lean offensive lineman Mutt Viles, but I would say I absolutely would be down with trading down as well. Uh, Jetcast drops in with Super Chat. Said, mm -hmm. There must be an offer in place in order for the Packers to allow us to talk to Aaron. No way Packers would allow that to happen if not. I think there's probably preliminary talks. I think it's like, hey, look, if Rodgers says he's going to play for the Jets and he doesn't have any demands, this is what it's going to be. And I think that's why the Jets were able to, to talk to Rodgers. I also think the Packers, it's in their best interest to allow us to talk to him because if Rodgers says, hey, I'm playing with the Packers next year, they're screwed. So it, it just makes sense with or without the trade compensation. But I think it makes sense being that we heard Rodgers say the Packers were having conversations without him. And he's like, oh, that's interesting. I think they have a trade worked out for Rodgers, and then if Rodgers says, hey, I want Bakhtiari, I want Cobb, I want like X, Y, Z, then the Jets are going to have to, you know, Cobb's a free agent, but you'll have to maneuver some other things around to make the other stuff work, and that may cause things to take a little bit more time here. Uh, Greenbean, what do you think about this? Uh, you think there's a trade already in place with the Packers? I, I honestly, I think that at least the framework has been kind of done, for, you know, for a while. I think that the whole Sala Lafleur thing is very real. Like we've kind of joked about it and danced around it. I think that the the overall agreement is in place. They got to work out the nuances and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I would say that it's uh, it, there's a good chance that uh, you know these guys have been talking the whole time. That's what I think. Matt, what about you? You think there's a trade in place? 
I do. I, I think the only reason the Jets and, uh, well, the, the Jets are meeting with Aaron Rodgers, I guess I should say, is because they have an agreement with the Packers. Because uh, look at what happened with the Saints and Derek Carr just a couple of weeks ago. The only reason they got to speak to him early was because they had a trade in place with the Raiders. So I think it's a pretty similar situation. I tend to to agree. Leo drops in with Super Chat. Leo says, hey guys, can you paint a picture of how this meeting went today? What do you think was the pitch? How it's going down? I believe it's a done deal. I believe it's a done deal as well. I think Rodgers is going to come here and it's because Woody Johnson flew out there on his private jet with Nathaniel Hackett, Robert Sala, uh, I'm assuming Joe Douglas was probably there, and they decided that Rodgers could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he becomes a Jet quarterback and wins a Super Bowl here. Other than that, probably not. Um, <laughs> so we'll wind up seeing how it winds up going. But I ultimately think uh, they went out. Oh, $50. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Krung. <laughs> nice. I didn't think anyone was going to see that um, <laughs> that one that pop up. No, that was oh, good. I love that the good. I'm Dude, you're crushing it tonight. This is amazing, I, dude. I love the I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> Or I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. It also um, says, uh, it says celebrate the first super chat from Chris Krug. That's his first. Oh, oh Chris. Hell yeah, dude. That is, we love you. You're a good dude. With if I, I want to kiss you. <laughs> that was meant for you, my friend. Totally. Uh, I don't know. Greenbean, how do you think the pitch went to uh, Taron Rogers today? Well, did you guys see uh, the, the uh, I think it's Callie Jet on Twitter. He's like sitting Amazing. at the restaurant. Yep. Right? I mean, we are the creepiest fan base of all time. I mean, I love it. I'm, I'm fully support. But fuck, man, are we sleuths or what? We got a guy <laughs> at the on the runway. He's like, you know how these uh, airports have restaurants or whatever? And he's like filming Aaron Rodgers walking out to the private jet and everything. It's amazing. I, I just, I couldn't be more impressed. I think the meeting was a uh, a get-together of good friends. Again, we have Nathaniel Hackett there. We know Sala and LaFleur. We also know that we practiced with them two years ago. They were thick as thieves. Joe Douglas. Dude, I think this is – they're probably the closest organization as far as relationships go to the New York Jets. I think that this is uh, – I mean, I think it was just like – Hey, we did it kind of a thing. You know, Aaron Rodgers just needed to make sure he, he clear his head, make sure I'm not moving too fast for myself. And he said, look, I'm, I'm in, I'm ready. And I think they went out there. They all, uh, they drank some champagne in the jets, snorted a little bit of cocaine, and then they're going to sign some papers. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Krung, uh, Krug, sorry, dropped in with that massive $50 super chat. Uh, he didn't have anything to say, so he sent me kissy faces. Uh, so I threw that up on the screen, and I'm I'm hoping. Uh, who do you want to freeze? <laughs> I, the kissy face seems to imply me, but I'm not exactly sure if that's the case. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, I didn't mean to to cut you guys off there. I got a little sidetracked. Um, all right, where were we? We were talking about uh, oh, how do you think the pitch went? How do you think the pitch went, Matt? Me? Uh, yeah. I think remember the the Seinfeld episode where they take George to the holistic healer and like they have him drink from that little cup and they got the triangle over him. I think that's what they were doing like in Aaron Rodgers is like I don't know den or study or whatever you want to call it. They got poor Woody Johnson's drinking the the ayahuasca in a cup or whatever the hell it is and they got the triangle. Over <laughs> yeah, uh, 
I like that. Yeah, that's how I that's how I want to imagine it happened. I wouldn't want it any other way. That is the only way it could have happened, I believe. I'm going to run with that. Imagine story. that. Imagine like Aaron Rodgers said, "Look, I'm in, but Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson got to have a cup of ayahuasca with me, and we got to spend four <laughs> hours together and see if it's really going to work." What do you yeah. think? You think they would do that? I think so. I I could imagine them smoking the peace pipe and being like, well, yeah, Rogers, you think? I think that right. would be fine. <laughs> right. That would be fantastic. I would love to play for you guys. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Uh, all right. Thomas drops in with Super Chat says, do you guys believe Zach will start after Rogers leaves? And how do you guys feel about it? I believe we have a year to decide if we want that to happen. He's going to be here yeah. for the next two years, but I think you give him a year. And then next year, if someone falls to you in the draft, I think you make the selection. Maybe you decide you don't want to trade up, but then you have Zach for another year. And you, uh, you know, you see what you have. You'd rather pay someone who proves you wrong than than not. But I think Zach is going to get an opportunity so long as he doesn't like totally shit the bed here. Matt, what do you think? Zach gets an opportunity after Rodgers? He's got to show some growth next year. I think that's really the the key. He's got to show you something because obviously you have to decide on the fifth year option after year three. I would imagine that's not going to happen, but um yeah, he, he's got to look like an improved player in practice, training camp, preseason, all that stuff. Creamy, what do you think? You think Zach starts after uh, Rodgers leaves? Well, I think that's the plan. I think Matt, Matt said it well, and you did too. I mean, look, we have time now to figure it out. Interesting, though, this was the first time that anything like this came out. This week, Robert Sala said, we think Zach's going to be great no matter if he's here or somewhere else. That was interesting, right? So maybe they have a little somebody going, hey, man, I'll throw you a third for, you know, maybe they're having those kinds of talks. Assuming that's not the case and they're just going to go ahead with the plan, I think they're going to do everything that they can for that to be the case. And I think out of all the guys like, you know, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, all the potential vets that we could get, I do think Aaron Rodgers is like the most likely to give a shit about Zach because they're friends. He's, mm -hmm. you know, he's Zach's idol. They talk on the phone. Um, you know, we know that they're actually friends. So it's a good relationship as far as that goes. But I mean, what if they do this all year and Zach still sucks? You know what I mean? What is then it's like, dude, we can't. So I think it'll it gives us every opportunity to do that. And I think mm -hmm. that's best case scenario, but we gotta see. Yeah, I, I think there's also a difference. Like I see people in the chat saying Rogers is not going to mentor uh, Zach Wilson, but I think that's that's not necessarily thinking about it the right way. I think him not necessarily wanting to mentor Jordan Love because your head coach didn't believe in you and traded mm -hmm. up to the, get this quarterback. That's a different circumstance than you being traded to go win a Super Bowl. They're going to build everything around you. They're going to say, here's the keys. What do you want on offense? We're going to run it exactly the way you want to. You're a coach on the field. And I think that is going to be more conducive to Zach's growth. Um, now, maybe there's going to be some certain personality traits that Zach picks up that you may not love. But overall, I think it's a, a good move here. Uh, Andre Kelly becomes the newest member of the channel. I saw it pop up before, but I just got to it. So I apologize. Thank you so much, dude. Uh, Tom Cahill says, question, would Woody waste all the jet fuel for just a chat? Um, ah. I hope so. 
I, if there's anything about Woody, like, like like people give Woody a lot of shit for stuff, but dude spends money. Like yeah. we have never been like, oh, the Jets aren't going to spend money on that free agent. No, he says go out and get him. I don't like when he like medals. Like I feel like the Tebow stuff was probably him. I know there's rumors out there about Rodgers, but I think Rodgers is the right reason for a whole number of reasons, not just because Woody wants him. Uh, Greenman, where do you fall on the Woody Aaron Rodgers side of things? Like, do you, do you believe any of like the that sort of divide nonsense that was being floated out there? No, I think everybody's just looking for, I mean, like, you know, people are saying, I heard from a source, like no credible source has come out and said that this is what's happening. I, I just don't buy it, man. I think that Woody absolutely talks to the guy, you know, talks to these guys. We've seen him in the draft room, you know, like Joe Douglas is talking about trading up. He's like, Hey, we're thinking about, he goes, I do it. Like he's like doing that shit. I I highly doubt that Woody Johnson, if if Sala and Joe Douglas and Hackett all wanted Carr, I fucking doubt that Woody said no. We want no. this guy. We're not, dude. If they want, like, and in the in the same way, if they didn't want Rodgers, I doubt Woody is going to steamroll them and make them have a guy that they don't want. I just don't see it now. That said, I'm sure he's giving his two cents. Um, and maybe just maybe he's like, if they're deciding between the two, he said, hey, if you if you go get Rodgers and it fails, no one's getting fired. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe something like that. But uh, honestly, man, I think we have to remember Woody Johnson already hired two outside sources to find his general manager and coaches. He already openly admitted, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. He did it twice. Now that he has a guy who's picking rookies of the year and, and rookies of the week and, and all this kinds of shit, why is he going to say I'm stepping over? I'm going to. I just don't see it. I, me personally, I don't see it. I think Joe Douglas is running the show. Uh, Chris Krug dropped in with a comment that I, I saw pop through, so I want to get to him. Then we'll go over to Andre Cali, Wild Billy Boy, and Leo. Uh, Chris says with the team falling out of the Lamar sweepstakes and we lose out on a Rod, do we have what it takes to get Lamar? If not, would it take? Uh, would you take Tannehill and trade? to King Henry. Ah, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Blitzkrieg just sent one in. <laughs> so Blitz, I'll get to that in just a second. Let me answer this real quick. Then we'll get over to, you, to your super chat. Um, all right. So do the Jets have enough to get Lamar? We do have enough to get Lamar. We have the money to get Lamar. I just don't know if I want to give him the, the contract. Like what does that contract equal? And is there going to be a point where the Ravens are going to match it? Like you might have a situation right now where the Ravens feel like they can match any offer because no team's going to give what Lamar wants, or you can offer what Lamar wants and know you're going to get him for two first round picks, but you're probably drastically overpaying um, based on what the, the rumored contract that the Ravens offered him before. But who knows? Maybe the Ravens relationship is so like burnt that maybe, you know, Lamar doesn't want to go back there anyway, and you, you could wind up getting him. Matt, where do you fall on the whole Lamar thing? Um, I don't want to trade for King Henry, Chris. I did see that. Um, I think he's going to go to Buffalo or Miami, uh, Buffalo or Atlanta. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, I I agree. I don't think I think King Henry's better days are behind him. Our best days are behind him. So I'm I'm really all good there. But um, the Lamar thing is interesting because as as you said, um, it's very rare that we see this non-exclusive tender get used. And if 
like let's say you offer him what he wants then are you going against what all the other owners really want because doesn't it feel like the owners are kind of like banding together and being like uh Mm -hmm. we're not gonna give this guy a ton of guaranteed money because one of the 31 other owners or whatever it is said uh you know gave this outlandish contract to this one guy who didn't deserve it and now the market's going to be messed up forever i think they're going to try to overcorrect and who knows if something ever you know if something gets done he might have to settle for for less but it might be helpful to have an agent in this situation uh, i'm not really a smart business guy but um i think an agent would probably be uh helpful in determining what your external market could be but that's just me Yeah, no, I I tend to agree. And I think this is almost the NFL sending a message to Lamar and the rest of the players saying, hey, you better get an agent next time. We're not dealing with this bullshit over the top. I 100% think it's collusion. There's no way it's not. When you're telling me Atlanta was going to offer the fully guaranteed contract and all the picks for Deshaun Watson, but an MVP quarterback in Lamar, I get there's some injuries. So maybe that is the, the difference there. I think there's enough plausible deniability that they can hide behind that, but I think that there's a hundred percent something squirrely going on behind the scenes. Greenby, do you think there's something squirrely going on? Well, I'm gonna be real honest. Uh, I don't really know what you're talking about. Like with the the NFL making them get an age. I'm mean, this one missed me. Sorry, so, th- th- would you so mind? This one, well, yeah, what we're talking about is: Do you think the NFL owners are colluding against Lamar? to not give him the contract because the Browns fucked up and gave Watson that contract last year. And now they're trying to overcorrect and say, Hey, you better get an agent. You're not going to hold us over the flames. Like you're doing right now. You're not going to get the money and he's going to lose $50 million guaranteed or something like he's going to lose some sort of money because he's doing this, I think. And I think that'll send a message to the rest of the the league. You better get an owner and you better not do this bullshit because we're going to, we're going to sniff it out. And I, I don't like that. And I think the NFL PA is, probably sniffing something similar there's they're always like they always think there's some type of collusion but i think this one this one smells pretty funky to me so you think that all right so the ravens are drawing a line in the sand here and you think that Mm -hmm. the rest of the owners are saying we won't undo what you're doing we'll hold we're not going to come in swoop in and pay him what he's asking uh so you know that'll undo your your position that's kind of what you think is happening Agreed. I, th- I think that is what is happening. I, th- I think they are saying we don't want this because if we do it for Lamar, then Herbert, then, then Burrow, then, and it's just hitting all the small market teams because the Chargers don't want to pay Herbert that much. The, the Bengals don't, don't want to pay Burrow that much. They're already going to have to blow the market off the doors. And I think there's definitely collusion with the owners to try and prevent excessive contracts like that. Wow. I don't know, man. I mean, I get, I've thought that before and then been wrong. Like, you know, like another, you know, one team comes in and just does it. So I don't Mm. know. Um, maybe, I don't know. I think that every owner, even though they are a collective, I think that, uh, owners, um, they'll screw over another billionaire in my opinion. If, If they can, if they can go ahead and get the big money and the big name, I think that they'll do it. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't really have much of a thought on that one. I think it would be, if that came out, that would be something. That would be a story for sure. I don't think it'll ever come out because that'll that'll be a lawsuit waiting to happen. But I yep. think it, I think there's something going on. It's the same thing that happened, I think, with, with the whole Kaepernick thing too. They realized like, hey, this is bad for business. You're going to piss off half your fan base. Let's none of us do it because the NFL is already under the gun with stuff. I think it's probably different, but in the same realm. 
Um, Blitzcrew drops in with his $20 super chat. He says, I think the deal is done. Flew out to where, uh, flew out there to ask Ra- uh, Aaron the bathroom situation in the dark, <laughs> hoping <laughs> third round and the rest is cap burden. Uh, let's see, comp, left tackle, a center, two first round picks. Oh God, I hope that's not the case. Um, or maybe he's saying first two, oh no, he's saying left tackle and center in the first two rounds. Hopefully the cap is not going to burden us. He missed the freeze rules. He says, does Ryan qualify? Ryan does qualify. So I'm going to lock myself out for a minute. You guys can discuss this. Get out of here. There he goes, Matt. Matt, do you think, I mean, realistically, do you Mm -hmm. think that like, so a team like Atlanta, for, for example, they get a real opportunity to swoop in and steal Lamar Jackson. You think they, they, that they wouldn't do it? I I hear what I hear what you're saying and I I get where you're coming from on it. I just think that they don't want to set the precedent that everyone is going to get these fully guaranteed deals now. I, I think that yeah, they're really yeah. pissed off by the the Cleveland owner who gave Deshaun the fully guaranteed deal. Now obviously Lamar wants the fully guaranteed deal, but if he was then to get it, let's say 250 or however many million dollars, then Herbert Burrow and everybody is going to do it. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it. I'm all about the players getting their, you know, their due. They're the ones who's putting their, uh, their, you know, the risk there. But right. I, I just, I, I don't think they want that in the league. That's all. I mean, it. I, I could see that being a, a valid point, though. I really can. Hey, I mean, Brian, are you are you are you cold? Are you warm? What's uh, I, I need a blanket. I'm a little chilly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm all warmed up, dude. I'm, I'm going to start a fire over here with how jazzed up I am with this Aaron Rodgers stuff. Um, you know, well, let me say that. You remember um, that that was the thing. Le'Veon Bell, that was what he was trying to do, right? He was trying mm-hmm. to um, to change the market for running backs when they receive. He was trying to, you know, kind of take the lead for everybody doing that. You know, running backs mm-hmm. who are among the leading receivers on their team and blah, blah, blah. And the NFL, like they, they know, like everybody kind of abandoned him. Like they, they left him out there to dry. The Jets the next year gave him that contract. And then both he and the other running back, what was it? Um, the guy in the Rams, um, Gurley. Gurley. Both mm-hmm. of them got injured and it undid all the work that they did for the running back. So, I don't know, man. I think that the NFL can, the owners can stick together if they if they feel like there's something really damaging coming down the pike, like what you're talking about. Like Al Davis didn't give a shit. He was one of those guys. Screw everybody. I'll do what I want to do. But I don't know. That's an interesting question, man. It really is. I thought so. Uh, Andre Kelly, newest member of the channel, says, if that first round pick has to go, I'm calling up Pittsburgh and swapping the 17th and the 32nd uh, first pick in the second round for the 13th pick. I can live with having two seconds in this draft. What say you guys? Yeah. Oh, I'd be down with that. If the, if the Steelers are willing to come up from, uh, you know, 17 to move up to 13 and all they have to give up is 32, that'd be really, really nice. I don't know if that's gonna be the case. Cause I think that 32nd pick is going to be super valuable after teams have that like night to wait after the draft, then it's, it becomes a really valuable trade ship. So I don't know if the if the Steelers would do that, but I like that move, Matt. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. From a Jets perspective, I would be on board with that. Uh, I just don't know how likely it is that the Steelers would want to do that because, as you said, the thirty-two we 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 had it the last two years. The picks in the early thirties in round two are basically first rounders. So yeah. usually the teams want to keep those. 
Greenby, what about you? You think uh, you would trade down with 17 and 32 to give up a first number 17 for Rodgers? So he's saying that he's saying trade keep... down now. Like, yeah, like okay. if you like if you have to give up a first, he would rather trade down with Pittsburgh, get the 17th and 32nd and give and up give 17. 17. I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, if you could pull that off, hell yeah. You know what I mean? That'd be great to somehow get a second round pick for the 13th and then trade the 17th for it. That would be great. I would love, I would do that a hundred percent of the time. Uh, but like Matt said too, and we talk about this uh, every year, the, 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 the top five, sometimes even 10 picks of the second round are. Oh no, Joe Willie gets, <laughs> Joe Willie's getting blown up. <laughs> Oh, oh, you, no, you disappeared. Okay. Joe Sorry. Did he at least, <laughs> oh, no. It just the, the super chat came at the same time the bomb was coming down. Oh, sorry, uh, didn't mean Joe. to interrupt you. That's what you get for giving away your damn jersey. Uh, but we'll <laughs> see if that happens. But uh, I lost. Well, yeah, those first picks in the second round, a lot of the time end up being better players than in the than the second half of the first round. It just ends up that way. It happens often. It's like the guys that squeeze through. Because there's a lot of teams, even though we preach every year, don't reach for need, don't reach for – every year teams do it. Every single year teams will reach for that position that they need over the top player and good players pop out. Or then there's a, you know the whole quarterback thing. Uh, people reach for quarterbacks all the time. So that beginning of the second round is is an amazing place to find talent. And and I still think Elijah Moore is going to prove to be something. Uh, and Brees Hall, as we know, is a, is a stud muffin. And uh, who else did we have there? So uh, Elijah Moore. Oh, Denzel Mims. But we traded back for for Mims. So we got we got those three guys. I think it's uh, a lot of potential in that second round. I'd do it. I. Love it. Uh, Sky C drops in with a super chat. Uh, he says, does my 1999 qualify for a freeze? YouTube doesn't allow a $20 donation number. Uh, if so, Ryan, you're frozen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll wind up being frozen. I'll have to change it. I can make it. Uh, we can, we can make it 1999. 1999 will be the, the threshold. So, uh, here's Sky C's super chat. I'll read it and then I'll, I'll, <laughs> bit of do. Uh, hey guys, if Aaron Rodgers is meeting with the Jets brass, it probably, uh, to see the vibe is right. See if the vibe is right. Most likely Aaron Rodgers is already all in with our Jets and he just wants to make sure how much we really want him. Fingers crossed. Go Jets. You guys can discuss. Go ahead, Matt. All right. Yeah. So on this one, I, I agree that I think the vibe is right. And, uh, as far as all in I, I i don't know if i'm ready to go all in i think he's doing his his due diligence i know that's a word get that gets thrown around all the time like oh the team's going to do their due diligence well right. if you're going to uproot your life and move from a team that you've been with for nearly 20 years you're going to want to find out what their plan is and what it is that they're all about so i think that's kind of what he's doing right now but i agree i think it's a great sign don't you Greenbean? Yeah, I do. I, I actually agree with how you said that, too. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, we like to make fun of him, right? We like to say he's a freak and he's flaky and the ayahuasca and the dark retreats and all those kinds of things. But the truth is, is what we're really seeing is an individual who doesn't give two shits what you think. He's going to do things in the way that he feels is best for him to do it. And I respect that. You know, I while I don't want to wait and I'm impatient, of course, I respect that. And I think you're, you know, you're nailing it. He's the one 
just making sure everything's moving. There's no reason to rush. There's no, there's nothing there. There's no reason to rush into anything. And, but I do think that by and large, most of the heavy lifting is behind us. And I think that this deal has kind of been worked out uh, for the most part for a while now. Uh, Wild Billy Boy drops in with Super Chat. Thank you, dude. Says, have you guys thought about what you will do when we sign Rogers? Celebratory dinner, victory dance. Um, yeah, I'm going to be dancing a whole lot. I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to talk so much shit to all those fucking division <laughs> rivals we got. Oh, I'm going to let it loose. <laughs> I can't I, wait. Ugh. Go I for think it, I'm just going to go back and scroll through the comment sections of all my videos to the P and respond to the people who said that Aaron Rodgers is a pipe dream. I might just spend the rest of the night doing that with like a nice Ooh. glass of oh. whiskey next to me and just, you know, sip on that and respond to the haters. That's what I, I like that. That's good. Greenbean, how are you going to handle when Rodgers gets signed by the Jets? I'm going to relapse and do a whole bunch of Jack Daniels. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. No. No. <laughs> you guys see, I have my yellow straw for my. This is uh, this is on theme for tonight. I want you guys to know oh, that. That's what I'm doing. Oh, Very I'm cool. Doing it's like cheese, right? You're right. There's a little, little cheese head straw. Did it's you see that Sauce cheese, Gardner cheese said he'd give the cheese head back? You see that? Oh, I love it. And then he'll never intercept him in practice. Uh, oh, <laughs> I fucking so love Sauce. I love Breeze. Our team is awesome. This is so. We have so a great, great team. You really just a lot of fun. I like what Matt said though. I wish uh, I wish I had the wherewithal to like go, you know, to do that. But that's good. Hopefully, man, you got an idea where some of those bastards are, where those comments are, and you can grab them, make it easy <laughs> on yourself. But I love it. I love when guys talk <clears throat> like just talk so much shit and they end up being wrong. I love that. It's yeah. my fave. <laughs> We've got Ronnie from New Jersey dropping in with a $20 super chat. He says, hey, boys, love the live. Why is everyone picking Ryan? Johnny Ice Cream says to freeze Green Bean because he likes his name, A-Rod. Oh, that's all. No. Oh, that's Johnny's dad. Johnny Ice Cream. Yeah. <laughs> the Johnny Ice Cream. Yeah. <laughs> freeze him. <laughs> What's good, dude? I'll see you at the golf course soon. Hey, Green Bean, any last words? Uh, screw you, Too Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is too easy. <laughs> From Johnny Ice Cream. Oh, that was beautiful. Oh, wonderful. Oh, no. Did I freeze Matt? Hold on. I muted Matt. You did? Oh, I'm back. I did mute Matt. There okay. you go. Now I muted Green Bean. I, Something I on the back end I screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I think uh, I think Johnny's going to be having a lot of ice cream next year. If Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, I'm thinking 11 or 12 ice cream runs, something like that. I think we're going to have to, like, start a GoFundMe for, like, a, a dentist, I think. <laughs> Johnny's going to have far too much ice cream. He's going to have upset tummies. It's going to uh, be – oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. I can't wait. I, the when, you, when I first saw that video of him interviewing Sauce, I was like, this is the cutest thing on the planet. I love Sauce. And I was like, this kid's going to get ice cream. He's going he's gonna to get, like, you know, three ice creams. We're going to win, a, like, a handful of games. Why not? Sure. And then, you know, win, 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 win. Oh no, where'd Green Bean go? <laughs> he froze. He's gone. Oh, there goes Green Bean. Look at him go. Isn't he love? I was not gonna say it's it's kind of nice being frozen. It was good. I right? was in the chat. I was like, eh, kind of nice. <laughs> Get to pay attention to some other stuff yeah, occasionally. Right. Very cool. 
Uh, guys in the chat, if you guys don't know, if you haven't been here before on Talking Jets panel, we do a t-shirt giveaway for every 25 likes we get on the video. And we do the t-shirt giveaway at the end of this stream. So that's what you're seeing. These winner things pop up in the, the chat. Green Bean's picking our winners. And uh, for every 25 likes we get, we get to pick another qualifier. So the more people that qualify might get uh, might get a shirt. We'll see. Um, all right. Oh, Ronnie, that was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I'm glad I recognized the face too. <laughs> I'll see you at the golf course. Uh, all right. Where was I? God, I'm getting sidetracked now. Um, Leo drops in. Leo says, Aaron would restructure his contract big. How much? Uh, I think he would restructure it to allow us not to have that $60 million dead cap hit initially hitting in 2025, but I don't know how he's going to be able to restructure it. I almost hope that the Jets talk to him and say, hey, look, we have a historic friggin uh we have a historic draft class we got three years with Brees, avt sauce garrett wilson that's our window we want you for three years that would right. be amazing if they could do that i think they're hoping for the two on his current contract but i think if they go to him and say hey we want you for three let's go win a super bowl let's make you the goat that would be awesome we were talking uh, what do you about think, it earlier ryan what, what do you mm -hmm. think of this now, now let's say hype me and matt were talking about this earlier Let's say that Aaron Rodgers does accept the number 12 and he comes in here just like and he, and he buys in for three years, like you said, and he gets us two and wins a Super Bowl once, twice, three times with the number 12. Do you think that they just make every quarterback <laughs> who ever comes here? That's your number, your number 12. You think they would do that every starting quarterback? I, I don't think it'll be every starting quarterback, but I think what's going to happen is you'll see, I would, what I would love to see is I want to see Namath come out. They'll do a Twitter post about it. Namath comes out with this package for Aaron Rodgers. He comes up, he opens it up. It's a number 12 in the old school jet uniform with Rodgers name on it. And that's going to be the Jets alternates for this year. That would be the coolest friggin' thing <laughs> in the world. If we got to see number 12 running around on the field one more time. Oh, I hope that's how it happens. Jets, if you're watching, please <laughs> make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I like it. I, and I got to say, like, I was kind of, I was a little bit bent out of shape. I mean, I know, look, it's Namath's number and he can do what he wants, of course. Mm -hmm. But I wanted, and I still think it should, you know, there's conversation should happen. I was like, Aaron Rodgers should show some reverence. Like, no, no, thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. But keep that. That's you. You're mm -hmm. number 12. And I'm going to take number eight or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. um, but now I think I'd be I happy either way, right? I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be cool to see the pass down of it. They could do yeah. it at the Hall of Fame if they wanted to do it, where like Namath comes out. Uh, but I guess it would be weird because Rodgers isn't going into the Hall of Fame. But I, I, since there's so many Jets there, I, I think they could do something cool. Yeah, man, I I know I, I like it either way. And I'll tell you what, if if Mar look, I know I'm in I'm in Flightyville right now, but imagine Aaron Rodgers comes to the Jets and wins two Super Bowls in two years. Mm -hmm. It'd be a bigger deal than the than his whole career with the Packers. It'd be that. It would be huge. If he wins two Super Bowls with New York, he will be the Jets quarterback that won a Super Bowl for the Packers early in his career. <laughs> It'll flip. We have so much power over Twitter and everything. We control the narrative. I love it. Uh, sneakers to boots drops in. Says getting Aaron Rodgers is the only way to justify upping ticket prices. I completely agree. I think they knew there was going to mm. be a quarterback coming in. They they stopped selling certain season tickets because they wanted to wait for the quarterback to come in. I think you're right, sneakers to boots. You're you're spot on. 
Uh, Blitz Crew comes and says, think teams are pissed at the Browns and will make trades harder for them. I hope so. Screw the Browns. Giving a predator a friggin' fully guaranteed deal. Even if he's convicted, screw him. Uh, Red John says, Sauce is at the Knicks game with Jalen Ramsey. Think he's recruiting? I think he has lost a step, but he would make a great safety. What do you think? Could you imagine? I never even thought of Jalen Ramsey as a safety. Is that like, would he do that? Matt, do you, have you know. heard that at all? Ah, oh, damn it. Matt's muted. Sorry. <laughs> I must yeah, have I've been, I've been trying mute. to get you to unmute me for like five minutes. It's okay. It's all good, guys. <laughs> Sorry there. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, moderately intriguing. Uh, I don't want to pay, you know, out the butt for him. But if he wants to come here, I'm um, I'm interested in it. Uh, maybe he's doing some recruiting. He's sitting courtside. I saw the picture. Rich Richie dropped it. So uh, yeah, Jalen and Sauce. Hell yeah, why not? Ooh, I like it. I like it. Greenbean, you think uh, we're doing a little recruiting over there? You think Jalen Ramsey comes in as a safety? Uh, I think that the recruiting is real, but I'll tell you what, I really wanted Rebus to finish out as a mm. safety when he got a little bit chubby, a little bit slower. I wanted to see him <laughs> get three, four more years at safety because it's real. That shit can happen. But I don't know. I don't know if, if Ramsey, he's still a stud. Yeah, I think he's going to wind up going to like the Raiders or something like that. I, I, I think he'll he'll wind up getting moved. Uh, let's see. We got Alex. Drop it in. Thank you so much, Alex. Uh, he also had another super chat, so I'm going to go to that one real quick. Then we'll go back to John and Kaz. Uh, so Blake says, Nate Silver pointed out that in the 538 rankings, Rodgers ranked 21st overall, which takes into account multi-year performance. We get Aaron Rodgers. I'm hyped, but that made me pause. Thoughts? So he ranked 21st overall. Is he, he's talking about overall quarterbacks, right? Well, last year? I think so. I think that's what he's saying. 21 overall. I like I'm banking on him having a rebound year with the guy that he had a historic run on with Nathaniel Hackett. And I think the broken thumb also played a factor in it. So I'm, I'm going to go on the optimistic, hopeful side of things. Uh, Greenbeam, what do you think? You think uh, there's some concern over Aaron Rodgers maybe declining? Well, I think it's something to, to consider, of course. But I mean, if he if his decline is 3,800 yards, you know, again, it's still going to be one of the best seasons we've ever had. But let's let's remember, just like you alluded to a second ago, Ryan, he lost his offensive coordinator that they just won back-to-back uh, -back MVP, and they took away his number one receiver in Devontae Adams, and they gave him a bunch of rooks to, to – he had what? Three, he had two rookies and a second-year guy run it. I mean – yeah, he was surrounded by new players, so of course, of course, it went down. I, I don't, I don't have too much concern. I still think he's Aaron Rodgers. Matt, I'm gonna let you give us an answer because you are getting frozen by Chris. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be frozen. No. <laughs> so, what no. do you think? Uh, do you think Rodgers is possibly on the decline? No, I think he's playing with the bus. Too late. Stuff. Oh. <laughs> oh man, that was such a good decision to do. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, oh, I muted Greenbean. I got to figure out why I did that. I I did something that mutes everyone else. So I gotta I gotta work on that. Well, um, my back. You're back. You're back. You're back. I'm gonna back? throw up Chris's. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna throw gonna, up Chris's super say, chat. I was he just the calling spot. you a cruel bastard. Anyway, <laughs> I was just calling you cruel. 
Uh, Chris says, if we cut Corey Davis and Berrios, would you want DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, or Cortland Sutton? Uh, and this was the freeze mat, of course. I would prefer of those options. I mean, I I would like DeAndre Hopkins if if all things were even. Um, but I think Sutton makes the most sense given the Hackett connection and our wide receivers coach. I think that could make a lot of sense for us. I think he also has a different size profile um, that I do like. I wouldn't be opposed to like poking around the Odell Beckham side of things either, Green Bean. What do you think about the receiver front? Ah, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry, Green Bean. Give me a second. <laughs> All right, Green Bean, talk. I got to work on that. I said I... I- I don't like the Beckham idea at all. I mean, I think he's a poison pill. He's an asshole. Um, mm-hmm. I know people have gotten into discussions. People say, it's all blown out of proportion. Dude, he didn't play all last year, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't fucking tell me it's over. It's overblown. 32 NFL teams didn't sign him last year, okay? So whatever it is, I don't want it here. I think we're good. That said, I think we should definitely be looking at something in the receiver, whether if it's Lazard, if it's Sutton's very expensive. What is he, 18 million or 16 million or something like that, Ryan? Uh, if he's so traded, I don't know he's about, 14. He, so so it's that? his signing bonus. His signing bonus comes off. He would be 14 million guaranteed if he comes over. Uh, Rico the Pup says Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a really good one. I, I like oh, Mike, I Evans Mike Evans as like, yeah. if I had to give up a, a, a good-er pick, <laughs> I just don't know what it would be. I think a third-round pick would be where I'd want to like send one. Because I still want to get the offensive lineman and stuff. Or maybe a conditional next year pick. Sell some picks in the future. I don't know. Mike Evans is a stud, though. But what about, yeah. like, um, you know, I like the idea. Like, if you just swap Corey Davis for Lazard and then use a third on another mm-hmm. receiver. I Look, I think, you know, Berrios, tell him to take two years. Berrios and Elijah Moore are the exact mm-hmm. types of receivers that would thrive with mm-hmm. a and and Aaron Rodgers. Like Berrios gets open, dude. Elijah Moore gets mm-hmm. open. Our quarterbacks haven't been able to find them. I think both of these guys, I think we're a little bit better than maybe we're thinking. And Berrios, you know, obviously the eight million dollars is a little much. Maybe you get him down a little bit, but I think he'd be willing to do that with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball too. Yeah, I think so. Matt, now that you're unfrozen, <laughs> what you like, uh Chris Krung is saying or Krug, sorry, is saying uh, if we cut Berrios and Davis, would you want D-Hop, Michael Thomas, or Cortland Sutton? Uh, I, I like Sutton. I, I think that's the direction I would go, but I, I, you know what I think is really going to happen? I think they're going to cut Braxton Berrios, and one of the guys that Aaron Rodgers brings along is Randall Cobb. I think yep, Randall Cobb will think. be that like wide receiver for or five-ish mm-hmm. and fill in that backup slot role, which is what Braxton did. And then you have Zonovan Knight, who's making like, I don't know, like a hay penny this year as his salary return kicks and punts. Yep. I'm spot on the same with that. I think that's exactly what's going to wind up happening. And Cobb, I think, got paid like $2 million last year. So I think that would be a nice, friendly contract. You save like a net of three from the Berrios contract. I think it makes a ton of sense. Kentucky Jets! Thank you for becoming a member of the channel, brother. Check out your new emojis. You got some uh, down there in the chat. You could drop some J-E-T-S in there uh, for our new member. Dom C comes in. He says, Ramsey moving to free safety is a very real idea that a lot of teams have talked about. Don't know how sold he is on it. Holy hell. Could you imagine upgrading your secondary and getting fucking Jalen Ramsey? Sorry, (laughs) Jalen Ramsey in your backfield? Dude, I would have never thought that. That would be cool as hell, though. I don't know what it would cost. What do you think the what do you think his trade value is, Matt? Oh, I don't know. 
I have no I what's his contract look like? I think that's the first question that we have to bring up. I have not a clue what his actual contract looks like. All right, let's see. Jalen Ramsey's contract. Uh, so he has three years remaining on his deal. He has five million guaranteed this year. If traded, he would be a $17 million cap hit this year, an $18 million cap hit next year, and a $19.5 million cap hit in 2025. Um Right now, for the Rams, he's a 25, 26, and $22 million cap hit because of his signing bonus. That's a lot. Uh, yeah. He might have to do some restructuring then. Um, or maybe, I mean, maybe you flip like a day three pick for him if you're taking on that money then. I, I don't That's That's a ton of money for a guy that you're switching to safety. Yeah, that's, I don't think you can afford to pay a safety that much money. Um, I think he's going to wind up playing corner somewhere else for that type of, of cheddar. Uh, Mudviles comes in with another super chat. He says, Chris, why did you have to freeze Matt? Also, Ryan, I think I've been first when you do something new on the stream. Yeah, you're pretty much first on a lot of stuff. You were you and Lame Cactus were the only two people in my member uh, exclusive post that commented on the, the freeze thing. You didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't say anything. I kept my mouth shut. Uh, he said, who's a wild card star we can go after and how? Also, Ryan, freeze for putting me out of the call when I talked about Jamal. All right, you guys no. can talk about this. That was uh, that was definitely a worthwhile boot. We, we ain't bringing up Jamal. And I know, Green Bean, you did a video on this, so I guess I I'm, booting you. I'm booting you as well. I don't want <laughs> to hear that rat's name ever mentioned again. In, with the Jets, he, he's a scumbag for how he wanted, how he went about leaving. The worst. I'm with you. I want you to know I'm a hundred percent. At the end of the video, now I brought it up. I brought the subject of Jamal Adams up because it was being discussed, right? And I said that's yeah. an interesting idea. Let me see what Jets fans think about it. But at the end of the video, Matt, I gave it the reverse milk thumbs. Mm -hmm. I gave it the old reverse milk thumbs, the thumbs down. And uh, I know Jamal, but I got to be honest, I think that Seattle might cut him, dude. They got no more guaranteed money after this year, and uh, they save 11 mil if they cut him. Dude, th Matt, their top two salaries are safeties, 18.1 and 18 mil for Diggs and Jamal. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> Not great. Am I out? Ryan, you're muted. Sorry, I froze Figure Green Bean. <laughs> I, fro I froze Green Bean because I was upset he wanted Jamal back. Um, no, well, I wanted to freeze him anyway. So <laughs> oh. there's, there's that. Uh, look, I don't want Jamal. I Even if it would be like really funny to flee Seattle and then get Jamal back on the back end, um, I'm, I'm done with Jamal. I don't want any, any part of him here. Um, John says Aaron Rodgers lands in New Jersey. A Super Bowl parade will be, uh, shroom paradise. Yeah. <laughs> Jets win a Super Bowl. is going to be ayahuasca everywhere. Um, cause comes in, says, love the content. Are we getting Aaron Rodgers? Really? You better believe it. Cause it's going to happen. Amen. Uh, Blake, we already went to that one. So I'm going to go to Warhawk. Warhawk says, who are the players we must re-sign? Ooh, that's a good, good, good question. 
Um, I would say re-sign. I would like to restructure C.J. Mosley so you can bring back your linebackers. I do think Quan Alexander is probably going to Houston. He's going to follow D'Amico Ryan's there. He's going to get the bigger contract. He's going to have no state income tax. I think that's where he's headed. Uh, Quincy, I think, would come back. He's probably the only player on our defense that I'm... Uh, no, him and Rankins would be the two that I'd really be considering bringing back. Uh, and I want to tag Huff with the tender. On the offensive side of the ball... I don't think there's anyone that I want to re-sign. I don't think. Matt, is there anyone on offense you want to bring back? Um, Herbig, maybe? Maybe? Yeah, yeah okay. Like, that's like depth guys, I guess, right? Dan, Dan Feeney. Ooh, I like me some Feeney. I'm no, a fan of Feeney. No, he's, 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 he's a glue he's guy. Terrible. He's one of those locker room glue guys. I'm a, I'm a fan. He's terrible. Get get someone else with a mullet who can drink to be a little more effective. <laughs> Sorry, was that Green Bean? Green Bean, what do you think? Who, who we must? Who must we resign? On offense, uh, George Fant. <laughs> I don't think there so. There you go. Um, not you know what? On offense, who's a free? You got Connor McGovern. You got George Fant, Ty Johnson. Right? He's a free agent. I'd, I'd like to see James Robinson. I prefer to move on from Ty Johnson. James Robinson is a is a bona fide NFL quality running back. I know we didn't use him in the whole thing last year. Whatever that was, I'd like to have James Robinson in our stable while we're making sure Brees Hall comes back to 100%. Dude, having Brees Hall, Bam Knight, Michael Carter II, and James Robinson behind a good old line with Aaron Rodgers, now we're talking. I think James Robinson's up there for me. Ooh, interesting. I like that's a good option. I like that. I I think they might feel more inclined to bring back Ty Johnson just because they've had him here a little bit longer. But James James Robinson's a good option because if you can get him back on that original round tender since he's a restricted free agent, and you could just have him play for the first four to six weeks, however long Brees Hall is going to wind up being out, because I do think they should IR him for at least the beginning part of the season. Then he'll have fresh legs coming in. I I love that. I really think that's a great uh, great idea. Um, let's see, AP 14. Ooh, AP 14. Sorry, let me bring this up real quick. John Barone becomes the newest member of the channel. Thanks, Ooh. John. Drop some J-E-T-S in the chat for John. Uh, AP 14 says, I saw a Jets fan at the gym and I asked him about our quarterbacks and his answers was, God forbid we get Carr or Rogers shake my head. Uh, what? Is this, this guy Oza. doesn't watch the stream. He Yeah, he, does, he clearly doesn't watch us. <laughs> Something's wrong here. What are you doing? You don't want Aaron Rodgers. You want Derek Carr. You don't want Derek Carr. Who the hell does he want? AP, who does, Jimmy, this, guy, who does this clown Jimmy, want? Jimmy, he's a winner. Proven he must winner. be a Jimmy. Yeah, he's a Jimmy G guy. That's Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Right, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. It's ridiculous. Uh, Chris KV drops in and says, I like the idea of trading down, taking our safety or center late in the first and taking another tackle with our second. I'm feeling good about Becton. I do think uh, they try to take a... I could see them trading down and trying to take a tackle in the second or third round if they think there's some value there. I wouldn't mind, you know... I don't know. I, I want I want to get the tackle figured out. I think we need someone young. I like the idea of trading down and having the center under contract for five years. That is appealing to me. Um, but I don't know if, if that's the route we go. I, I think safety in the first round is realistic. I think offensive linemen, the, the first round's realistic. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Green Bean? Safety and center late in the first? You like the idea of trading down, preferably? Or would you rather stay up top? 
Well, I like the idea of trading back. Uh, like, well, look, like Matt said earlier, I happen to like the tackles, right? Like, I like them. I, I really like Skronsky. I really like um, um, uh, Jones, right? Like, uh, I really like. I really like these guys. But the Jets are only going to have one or two of them as worthy up there. I don't want to see them reach for that position. So if you could slide back, uh, you know, gain the net, you know, that additional second, and then be able to take like Dewan Jones or James and um, and uh, like a safety there. I think that's worth it, man. I think that's a good a good plan rather than just sticking and staying. It all depends on who's there and how valuable that they that they have them. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I know I'm a little bit all over the place there. I was, but that's nice. kind of how I see it. Yeah, I think you're you're all right thinking that. Matt, what do you think about safety and center later in the first round in a trade down? Uh I'm okay I'm okay with that. Uh I, I would be okay with that for for sure. Um because there's definitely fear that if you're like big on John Michael Schmitz that he might not make it to 44. Um mm -hmm. so you move back and take Brian Branch and then move up, I guess, yeah. with the two seconds and then take JMS. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens. I, for the combine this past weekend, I heard people talking about Brian Branch as possibly a nickel corner instead of safety, which which is a little surprising for me. Um, in which case, maybe I'd pivot to like an Antonio Johnson out of mm -hmm. uh, Texas A&M. Yeah. But top safety, I, I feel like, is a really, really valuable spot there um, at a position yeah. need. And I don't think it's crazy. I think Sauce was the same sort of way. I think if you see someone who's like clearly the best player, if that's what they deem that player to be, I could see them going with it. I could see defensive tackle. I could see linebacker. Part of me wants to see like Nolan Smith wind up a jet. Like I, ugh, dude, I fell in love with small. that guy at the combine. Is he really? He's I didn't small. see what, what was his height? He's like 200. I think he's only like oh, 230 it the, pounds. It was the weight. Yeah. yeah. Salah likes his Ooh. 250 guys. Nolan Smith, the linebacker from oh, like right. edge rusher linebacker from Georgia. Dude, he yeah. is fast. Oh, yeah, super fast. Well, you know what, look, and we talk about, you know, Joe Douglas hasn't really gone out and, uh, you know, shown that he's willing to use premium assets on his safety, right? He's kind of, mm -hmm. you know, bargained it, you know, kind of bargained it a little bit. But don't forget, in his first draft, too, he used his first third-round pick on Ashton Davis, you know? Uh, that's a mm -hmm. premium pick, you know, his first. I mean, it's not a first or a second, but I think that if – if uh, just like you said, Ryan, I think Joe Douglas, if he's shown us anything, he's not afraid to, uh, you know, put aside positional need for the talent level of the player. And I think that's really the best way to do it. He does kind of find he's not going to, you know, if we're stacked at a position, he's not going to do that. But but I think safety is a realistic possibility. And I think sliding back and being able to get that extra second enables you to get you know, safety, tackle, and center in that first group. And I think that's a really smart way to do it. I'd love to see them do that. Again, I just struggle thinking that we're going to get Aaron Rodgers and keep all our picks. I, I, don't, I don't know how this is going to happen. I just, I think we're going to give up some premium stuff here. I hope not. RJ McPod oh, drops no. in. Says an awesome idea, Ryan. After Namath ceremoniously gives Rodgers his numbers, they should also announce a single game being played at City Field. I also would love Hopkins just for the headline: "The Jets have nukes." Ooh, ooh, I like that. <laughs> I'm a fan of that, RJ. Uh, Green beans burner. 
comes in, says, imagine Aaron Rodgers, Joe Douglas, Salah, and Woody flew there to trip balls or whatever it takes. Yeah, I would like to believe so. They got in a little, they, they hotboxed the, the, the 420 mobile, <laughs> the, the take flight mobile. Right. Yeah, let's, I'm gonna, that's going to be my truth from now on. I think that's what sure. happens. That and the reason we hired Nathaniel Hackett was because of his beautiful bald head. Uh, Chris LaVilla <laughs> says, why don't the Jets consider Lamar more seriously? Because he wants a ton of money and Aaron Rodgers may be a better option for you to win a Super Bowl right now. And it's not going to cost you nearly as much in uh, financial liability. So that, that's that's why. I mean, if they totally miss on Rodgers and Lamar is still out there at some point, maybe they make some kind of... Uh, push towards it, but I, I don't think it's happening. Uh, RJ McPot says, uh, also love the freeze reminds me of around the horn. Ah, RJ McPot. It's wonderful. I can just freeze my co-host at any time. <laughs> oh man. This is absolutely wonderful. I can, I can do this all night long. Um, Warhawk nation drops in. Warhawk says, AVT has all pro season. What could a contract extension look like? If AD, AVT has an all pro season, they will sign him, depending on what position he plays. Like if he plays more tackle this year, so he, he you know, is going to be known for that like emergency use case, he'll get paid like a tackle, I think. I think when you talk about the, uh, the rest of the team and what it could possibly look like, like you don't want to you don't want to have to pay a guard a ton of money, which could mean the Jets want to move AVT out there. He might want to actually uh, be the tackle so he can get a little bit more money. So it's going to be interesting to see. But I think Joe Douglas should pay AVT after year four. I think you set a precedent with Quinn and Williams like, hey, at the fourth uh, year, that's when we're going to negotiate with you. If you start negotiating with guys after three years, now with Sauce, with Brees, with all these guys, I mean, Brees, you probably would because he's only on a four-year deal, but I would say you're probably going to hold off contract negotiations as long as you can, and I would say year four is when I'd, I'd want to have that kick in. Matt, what do you think about AVT? He has pro, uh, pro, all pro season. Would uh, What do you think a contract extension would look like for him? What positions do you have in the all pro season at? Would be my question. That's a, that's a good question, right? Let's, let's call it guard for um, argument's sake, because I think a tackle is going to be a lot higher but if he's shown he can play uh tackle doesn't that make him more valuable as a guard then i don't know what then was that like 16 17 million dollars a year highest paid guard probably highest paid guard let's take a look let's let's do some uh some looking around uh left guard quentin nelson 20 million a year oh oh i was way off well now technically technically AVT's a right guard. Brandon Scherf, 16.5 million. <laughs> yeah, I, so I'll, you're, you're talking with, 20 million. I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick 17 or 18. That would be nice. Um if you have to extend him that early, I would hope he would come at a lower discount so he doesn't play um like if he's trying to say like oh no, I want like the highest contract ever, be like wait another year, we'll get to it. <laughs> We're going to pay you. We like you. You're going to be here long term. We'll get it figured out. Um, Greenman, what do you think a, an all pro season from AVT winds up as? And like, how much money do you think he could try asking for? Well, number one, I, I do agree with what you said that like the precedent of making your studs happy, like not mm. making them play their fifth year option, which is significantly less 
than, you know, if they're all pro level, it's going to be much less than they would command, uh, you know, and, you know, so I think that's a good precedent, but I think Matt kind of nailed it. I'm thinking probably in the 16, well, let's say it's two years from now. So probably yeah, 18 mil, especially when the cap goes up to 300 million next year uh, and all that jazz, right? Isn't it? Where is it now? 280 something? 240, what, I think is where we're at. 230, yeah, yeah. 240, somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark right now. Dude, I'll tell you what, if it goes like all the way up, imagine they do that. Like they get that big, huge TV deal and they say, screw it, $300 million. All these quarterback contracts, it's all going to be like their chump change. We're going to have oh, deals. Yeah. All Everybody's going to be a deal, you know? That'd be nice. I like it. So 2023, it looks like the salary cap is $227 million. Um, next year per over the cap is projected to be 256 then 282, then 308 in 2026. Um, but that's, I guess it's fluid. You don't actually know what it is until the revenues come in. Um, uh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Blitzkrieg. That's your, that's your final guess. Uh, Blitzkrieg says, <laughs> biggest sneaky roster need aside from punter. Um, yeah, I don't want to see Braden Man out there again. Um, a sneaky need... Hmm. Wide receiver. Kicker? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say kicker. Like, you know, Zerline's not under contract right now. Mason Crosby was a, a name that Rogers threw out there as someone he'd want to follow or have him follow. So maybe the Jets do that. I would like to bring back Zerline, though. I think he he's proven he can kick for us and kick a 60 yarder in ink, like not great weather. That would be uh my thing. I think kicker is the sneaky need for us. Greenbean, what do you think? Yeah, well, a uh, number one, I'd like to see Zerline brought back, but I will tell you guys, uh, Eddie Pinheiro had a now he's 94.3% on his kicks. Zer, uh, that's the guy I wanted, but Zerline is not necessarily old either. He's on the back nine, you know what I mean? But in Ryan's speak, I'm on using Ryan's terms. He's on the back nine, but he's only, what, he's 35, I think. And so he, he can have, you know, three, four, five, six more years. So I think keeping him around, the only thing I see is he, he made 2 million last, 2 point something million, 2.4, something like that. Uh, that might be a bit expensive. Like we're going to have to look for places to trim and using mm. a rookie kicker might be one of those areas, like saving one and a half million dollars. Uh, I completely things. disagree with you. I would not cheap out on kicker kickers. The one position that could really swing wins or losses well, so much. Pay, pay, I'm, I'm good. Us, what is Joe? Go Douglas get the us? kicker. You want go get the kicker. You want spend the 3 million, the 4 million, whatever you got to spend. Get that locked up because I would rather sacrifice a depth guy than than risk you know a, a slightly unreliable kicker. Uh, Matt, what about you? You and me both. Ooh, creepy. Oh, you could do both. You could do both. I guess you could get a reliable kicker maybe for not all that much. Matt, sneaky roster need for you. Defensive tackle, uh, outside Ooh, of yes. Quinn Williams. Outside of Quinn Williams, they uh, they could use a run stuffer in there. I'm not like a you know six five, three hundred forty pounder, but someone who's good against the run who could play on the interior what do you think if like do you think jalen carter falls down to 13 does he go that far does he go further i, I, I don't saw know somewhere that i forget who had it but someone was saying that some scouts think he could drop outside the top 10 which seems kind of crazy based on talent but I, mature teams really care about those maturity issues yeah no i, I think you're right 
I think at 13, if we're sitting there, I would run up to the podium with his name. But I do think you have to consider the the judgment that he had in, in doing what he did. And I also think there's some, some information that we're not privileged to right now. Like he had conversations with teams at the combine before this news dropped. Did he share that news with teams prior to it happening? I know he seemed to have been caught off guard with the arrest warrant, but is it something that like he was maybe not fully honest with teams? Cause if he wasn't fully honest with teams, I think he's going to drop a lot further than the top 10. Yeah, mm. that's possible. That's on the table. I think. Yeah, I think the honesty is is the most important part right there, which is kind of weird. Although maybe it's not. Maybe they don't care and they just say, "Hey, you good at football? Go do it." <laughs> That's right. Look what they did with Mark. You know, Marcus May. He lied about a DUI and the whole thing. Mm -hmm. He hit and run, and and he got signed. No yeah. problem. Uh, illegally beast mode drops in. Says, "Guys, hear me out. Blake Cashman, can I uh, <laughs> can I can I freeze beast mode? Does that work? Can I freeze a?" <laughs> A comment? Is he still real? <laughs> Let me see. Does did, did he make it through the season? I got absolutely crushed when I said that he was not that that was a bad pick and that he was bad because he made a couple of tackles in a uh, preseason game, mm -hmm. and I will never, never, ever forget. I'm like an elephant. I will never forget that. Brain I man, uh, not brain man. Excuse me. The uh, whatever the hell his name was. You know who. They flipped him for picks, which was amazing. Blake Cashman. <laughs> amazing. Blake Cashman. Well, look at this. Interestingly enough, I mean, it was a terrible pick, by the way. Terrible pick. Terrible choice, position, mm -hmm. player, the whole thing. We needed yep. stuff, and it was a dumb pick. Uh, so I'm with you, Matt. But he actually made it. This is what last year was the first time he ever was ready for all 16 games. Look at That's that. That's impressive. He had 26 tackles, three sacks. 19 solo tackles, four tackles for a loss, and five quarterback hits. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Where'd it come, <laughs> Where'd from? come from? Oh, my God. Chris drops and says, what about Frank Clark, Orlando Brown from Kansas City, and would you take Robbie Anderson back? No, I don't want to take Robbie Anderson back. He's done done. Chosen. Um, yeah, Chosen Anderson. That's right. He's not actually Robbie anymore. Uh and I liked Frank Clark a while ago. I would say no to him because I like our edge rushers. I think Clemens and Jermaine Johnson deserve more playing time. I want to see Bryce Huff back there. Uh, Orlando Brown, I really like. I don't know if we're going to be in on him. I feel like Chicago should just pay him whatever he wants and go protect their quarterback. They got so much friggin' money over there. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Orlando Brown, Frank Clark, Robbie Anderson. I mean, Jets could kind of use a, a deep threat. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if we're, if we're talking like a mill to be wide receiver four or five, maybe I don't want him as a starting <laughs> three receiver. But if we're talking like chump change to be wide receiver four or five, I I, I would think about it. But that's probably unlikely. <laughs> no to Clark. No to Orlando Brown. That's going to cost you way too much uh, money. I think they should draft a tackle. Greenby, what about you? Frank Clark, Orlando Brown, Robbie Anderson. Well, I mean, I, I like uh, Orlando Brown. Oh, he's going to be crazy expensive. Uh, Frank Clark's a stud muffin. Robbie Anderson is interesting. I I'm I'm kind of like that ship has sailed. He's he's got a, he's yeah. kind of a punk. You know what I mean? But let's take a look. He he was available all sixteen well sixteen of the seventeen games last year. Again, crazy because he's so small, so slight. Early in his career, one of the concerns was he's never going to make it. He's going to be, you know, he's going to get injured all the time. He's mm -hmm. always healthy, so there's that. But last year he had 
Uh, what's that? He Total didn't have a quarterback too. He got trade. He got like because he had the the Carolina stuff at the beginning of the year and then got, got swapped traded. over to to Arizona yeah. and then Kyler got hurt. So this is what he gave Arizona. So he played with them for three games. Uh, he gave them seven receptions for seventy six yards, no touchdowns, <laughs> five That's first downs. Um, and then it was a bad year, man. He only had 27 receptions for Carolina, too. I mean, look, when we traded him, or sorry, we let him go, he had that one really, well, I guess the like first two a- years, 136 targets, 95 receptions that first year. Then he went to 53, then 20, then 13. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's been going down. So, I don't know. Like Matt said, a million? All he does is run down the field? Maybe. I don't think so, though. Ah, Jingle Dubs has, uh, he said, anyone else watching this naked? I mean, go Jets. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. There you go. Ron Weiss drops in. Ron Weiss saying, fellas, do we know if Woody and company have left California? Uh, They have a flight leaving at, I believe it's 1057 local time. Correct. Or maybe it was closer to midnight. Is that, it's 1057 local time there. Yeah, it's like 2 a.m. our time. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought I saw that. Um, so, yeah, they have not left yet. They got got a little bit more time out there with Mr. A.A. Ron. Um, Zach Hunko comes and says, Aaron Rodgers' $15 million cap gives us $22.5 million to use versus what Carr signed for. Uh, I don't know. If, do we know what Carr's structure of contract is yet? Like, do we know what his actual cap hit is this year? Is that, a, is that a thing? I don't no, think I've seen the... But they oh, gave hold him on. $60 million I got right it. Away, I got it right, right? here. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's... So his cap number for 2023 is $7.2 million. So it's actually half of what Rodgers would be this year. And then next year, it's 35.7. is 45.7. And then it goes up to 55.7 in 2026. So he's not going to see those final two years. He's basically uh, a signing bonus plus... 7.2 million and 35.7 million. That's that's essentially what his deal wound up being. Two years, 60 million. It's funny how those always work. You know, we think, yeah. oh, it's this, but then it in reality, it's not. Like the Rogers one, the thing that I keep saying is people look at, they get scared off by the numbers in 25 and 26. He's not going to mm-hmm. be on that contract at this point. It, it's going to get, it's either going to get redone or he's going to get extended so the numbers go down. Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's going to be something where, you know, we have them for at least these two years. Those last two years are are garbage years. And I think the Jets brass is probably talking to him like, hey, we want you for three. And then, you know, we'll take the dead cap hits after that. I think that would be the best use of of the space. Um, Leo comes in. Leo says, when Aaron comes, try to trade Mike White for picks. Mike White is a free agent. We can't trade him, unfortunately. Um, I think he's definitely going to go to Miami because he's got a bunch of lethal weapons down there. That's where he's from. And he gets to stick it to the Jets for having him, you know, play second fiddle to Zach Wilson. Unfortunately, I think Mike White's going to bite us in the butt and I don't particularly like it. Matt, you think Mike White is going to Miami or where do you think he's headed? Uh, Tampa, maybe the Rams if they miss out on uh, resigning Baker. Uh, something like that. I'm not, I'm going to try not to get bent out of shape. If Mike white leaves in free agency, I'm going to do my best not to Greenman, Where do you think Mike white's going? Where's Mike white going to be injured next? I think, um, (laughs) maybe, 
I think Miami makes a lot of sense. He's from Pembroke Pines. That's right there. So it's a homecoming. Matt mentioned the Rams. I think that one makes sense. I mean, look, he's a good quarterback, but I he's not the kind of guy that worries me. It's like we always get worried about guys going to we, – we say the Patriots all the time, right? But, like, when Jordan Jenkins left, when this guy left, we always get worried. And, uh, they don't, you know, they do the same thing. They are what they are in most instances. Mike White's a good backup. Um, I'd like to see us. Uh, I'd like to see us get a, a, a fresh guy in here. I, I'm kind of done with the Mike White thing. I think he's probably also done with us at this point. I think he's going elsewhere. Plus, I think you get more money elsewhere. I think it's for him. It makes a lot of sense. The main catch says, "I'd love to get a legit fullback on this team." Also, who is your number one re-sign on our team? My number one re-sign on our team is. Is it Quincy or is it Rankins? It's one of those two. Quincy's uh, no. number one? Who Come else on. would it be resign? Who else is resign? Greg Zerline or be the Bryce other. Huff? Uh, well, Huff, I think we're tagging. I guess that's technically a resign. But so, yeah, okay, I'll say Huff. <laughs> if that's where we're going with it, I wasn't going to think that. Freeze um, yourself. Okay. Freeze yourself. Oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> we got it. I'm just it. giving him a hard Not time. Bad. Not bad. Good. That Ryan, I don't like him anyway tonight. He's been, he's a, he, came, he became a tyrant, Matt. So this <laughs> is nice. This is good. Uh, do you want a legit fullback, Green Bean? No, I'm done with it. Okay. What do you Because I was, I was going to say, I think, do we not see Jeremy Ruckert could do exactly that in the Miami game? Like that, you have the guy. He was a great run blocker. Why not line him up in the backfield anytime you need a situation like that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think the roster spot is more valuable than the position. Uh, you know, and I think, um, you know, like, like you said, like we have guys, Jeremy Rucker can absolutely fill the bill when you want to, you know, when you want that type of an impact. So I, I think that's the way to go. I'd rather have uh, that, that position open first for another wide receiver, another, you know, being able to keep four tight ends, whatever it might be, rather than the fullback. I'm with you. You're muted. Ryan, you're muted. I got to get better at that. There's, there's a friggin' trigger on here. Hold on. Let me, let me change that. I'm going to get rid of that. So I don't mute myself <laughs> when I do that. So now when we do it, uh, I'm not going to be muted. I'll just, I'm going to sit back and keep my mouth shut. Um, right. Okay. You just trust yourself. Okay. <laughs> I, I want the fullback. <laughs> I, I think a fullback with Jeremy Ruckert being the, the guy, I think that would be awesome. Uh, Bradley. Drops in, says, cut Barrios, sign Nicole Hardman for a similar role. I think Randall Cobb seems like a very uh, logical replacement for Barrios. I, Matt brought it up earlier. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Illegally Beast Mode comes in, says, could Hooker pop up as a late round steal, quarterback three? Um, I don't think he's going to be that late of a round pick. I think someone's going to snag him in probably like the third round because it's, I heard he's going to be available for the start of the season, shockingly. Did you hear that, Matt? I did. I feel like I'm one of the very few who are not on the the Hendon Hooker train. I, I don't know. A 25-year-old quarterback with injuries in college and like kind of a fake offense doesn't really do it for me. I know that there's a lot of people that really, really like him, so mm -hmm. it could just be me. Um, but I, I'm not his biggest fan, but I agree with you. I think he's going to go in the third round somewhere. Yeah, I don't think the Jets should make a move for him because, like I said, that third round is is higher than I would like to devote to quarterback right now. Like, I think we should at least give the optics of, hey, we're backing up Zach for all of this year, 
And then next year you wind up drafting a quarterback. Um, I think we're rolling into the season with two quarterbacks. I think it's going to be Rodgers, and they're going to bank on him being the starter for all 16, 17 games, 20 games, probably, maybe, 20 games. Um, and then uh, if he were to go down with an injury, I think they would sign someone else. I think that's how it's going to shake out. Greenbean, what do you think about Hendon Hooker? I'm with Matt. Uh, I don't think so. But, and here's what I want everybody like to shuffle around our thinking. It's my belief that best case would be Zach is the three. Zach is the guy that we're developing. Like having two guys developing or putting Zach at number two, even though Aaron Rodgers, assuming we get him, is known to play most games, I still think Zach, if this is going to work, he should be number three, at least for this year. Give him that piece, that peace of mind. Just be developmental. Then bringing in a, a hand and hooker and kind of having those two guys freaks me out a little bit. I think leave that for somebody else. It's not the year for us to do that. We already have our developmental guy. His name is Zach Wilson. And bring in a uh, an established backup that if he needs to come in for a game or two, can win. Yeah, I think they bring in extra body for camp, but I think we carry two. And I think... The, the reason I say that is because there's a certain amount of snaps that you are allowed to dish out in practice and in training camp and all that. And I would prefer Zach get a lot of those reps and just plan on Rodgers being like the guy. Like Rodgers is going to get all the, the one snaps. He's going to get the chemistry with all our guys. But I think Zach getting as many reps as possible. And then in the event, you know, Rodgers does go down, I think you plug someone else in that's like the CJ uh, Bethard level kind of starter at that point. I, I think you do ice Zach for the year. I wish I could ice Zach. Bam! <laughs> Knock Ooh, him out. Him. Yeah. Be great. Right. Hit him with the ice. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see where it kind of goes. Uh, this was an interesting comment that I saw from Ray Ray. He said, "If Aaron Rodgers doesn't commit to a multi-year, uh, you know, next few seasons, do they pivot to Lamar Jackson?" That's interesting, Matt. What do you th- what do you think about? If Roger says, ah, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to do after a year. Like, do you think the Jets brass want Rodgers for more than that? Uh, maybe. I, I think there's there's a chance. I, I still think Rodgers is their plan A. Lamar would be a nice fallback instead of, like, we thought we were going to have to fall back on uh, Jimmy G. And I feel a little bit more comfortable with his price being just the two first rather than, like, I think if you were to trade for him before that. Like I was thinking it was going to be three first, kind of like what, you know, the Deshaun deal and stuff like, and Russell Wilson and guys like that. But um, the, the price wouldn't be as high as what originally thought. So maybe, but I still think I put a pretty high percentage that it's going to end up being Rogers. Greenbean, what do you think? Uh, if Rogers says he's not committing to, to more than a year, do you pivot to another mm. uh, quarterback specifically Lamar? I don't want Lamar Jackson uh, at all. Mm. Now, I'd be, I mean, if we got him, I'd be excited. I'd be happy. Don't get me wrong. I'd root. I'm not going to be a grumpkin. I don't want him. I think it's, you know, $50 million for a guy who hasn't fucking finished a season in three years uh, doesn't excite me. You know what I mean? Uh, He's too much, too scary. One season, that would freak me out. I think at this point, I think we kind of made the Aaron Rodgers bed. I think you got to, you got to take it. That's what I think. It sucks. I wouldn't like that one bit, but I think you kind of got to take it at this point. No? I mean, that's what I think. I, th- I mean, I think you're, you're kind of locked into Rodgers at this point. If you wind up missing on him, you're probably missing on 
on Lamar anyway. I think he's probably going elsewhere. I think after Rodgers, I might, you know, maybe you try for Jimmy G. I might be on like a Brissette, Mike White sort of train at that point. Like once you start getting down to that level of quarterback, when you think you're not getting that level of production out, maybe you, you make that kind of move. Uh, Justin says, Bears fan here, glad 12 is possibly leaving the division, but I think it's going to cost a first round pick this year. And what if the Jets have to unretire Joe Namath's number for Rodgers? How would you guys feel? So a lot of us don't think it's going to cost the first round pick because we don't see any other team that's involved right now. And that means the Jets are are not going to offer the first round pick. Now, if other teams get involved, then yes, I think it could elevate up to that number 13 overall pick. I think the only way the Packers get 13 is if we get something else in return. And it might be like, hey, uh, we'll take, you know, you get 13, but we get your your second or something goofy like that. Or we get back Tiari uh, and there's some sort of weird exchange of picks or something along those lines. I don't think we're going to have to get Rodgers for the 13 pick. Um, it might cost a one next year in a conditional sense, but I don't think, I don't think there's enough players here to justify the increased, um, trade compensation. As far as unretiring Joe Namath's number, I love the idea of doing a ceremony with Namath and with Rogers. Like, I think that would be a lot of fun. If Rogers says he doesn't want to wear the number, I completely understand that. I think that's a classy move as well, but I think it would be fun for Jet fans and Namath and the whole like fan base. If, Rodgers wore 12 and the Jets decided to come back and say, hey, we're bringing back the throwback unis. Rodgers is going to be running around number 12. All these young guns are going to be able to see what 12 looks like running around on the field. I think that's kind of cool. I would like to see that. Greenbean, what do you think uh, about this Bears fan here? You think it's going to cost us a first round pick to get Rodgers? And what do you think about Namath and his number possibly being unretired? Uh, well, you know, like I shared, I, I'm rooting for us not having to give up the 13th pick. That's what I would, I, that's what I want. I struggle to, I struggle to believe it. I just, I don't know, man. I think, I think it's going to cost and you're getting Aaron Rodgers. That, that's what I think. Now I'd love it if it isn't now, maybe if they, uh, if they take a bunch of the money, then it's more realistic to do that. I don't know. The good news is I think Joe Douglas is absolutely trying to work out an interesting deal. Like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Douglas came away and it was only a third. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I can see it going both ways, but I do think it's going to cost us either the 13th this year or a first, like you said, conditional uh, next year. I think that's real. I think that's realistic. Uh, we have this idea that we're not going to pay for him. I, I don't know. I just, again, I'd love it. Joe Namath number 12 thing. Um, I, I go both ways on this one too, man. Like it, it bothers me a little bit. Like the one thing we have, like the one quarterback, you're going to take it. But uh, I think it would be magical if we give that number to, like you said, some ceremonial. We make a big deal out of it. And then he wins a Super Bowl. <laughs> Were you walking down the stairs? I couldn't, I couldn't hear it. Oh, I'm trying like, to yell up to the microphone. <laughs> hey, guys, can you hear me down here? Yeah, sorry. sorry. Uh, I keep knocking <laughs> shit over tonight. I'm like, right, like open drinks. I keep knocking over open drinks. So I'm like, really? I'm really out of control. I'm swingy tonight. So I'm sorry about that. But I think like in a ceremony, like you said, like make a big deal about it. Like imagine that we don't win a Super Bowl with a quarterback since Namath. He gives the jersey to this guy, same number, and we win a Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be magical? That'd be great. That would be cool. I'd love it. 
That would be really friggin' cool. Matt, where do you stand on this? You think it's going to cost a first rounder to get Rodgers? And how do you feel about the Namath unretiring number? Not definitely not this year. I think maybe it's a conditional first round pick next year. If like the circumstances, they reach the Super Bowl or he's on the roster in the start of the new league year in 2024, whatever the stipulation you want to make it, maybe that's the case. But for the actual compensation, I think it's the second this year. I'd be very, very surprised uh, if it was 13 uh, this year. I, I don't think that's what they're going to end up getting. Uh, and as far as it goes with the name it thing, uh, how cool would it be if we're all there? We always go opening day. We're all there on opening day. Oh, yeah. They, they, they walk out. They walk out Joe Namath. He's holding his number 12 jersey. And then they go, you know, all right, please welcome number 12, Aaron Rodgers. He runs out. The smoke is going. <laughs> you know, they do the flyover. And then they do like the Passover. The, yeah, there you go. They do like the Passover. They take the picture, Aaron Rodgers in the 12, Namath holding up his 12. They hug, they kiss, and then they put up 50 on the Houston Texans. Oh, it'd be yeah. great, especially if they wore the throwback. G- give me a throwback jersey for yeah. you know, like White home helmets. opener with Rodgers. Yeah, oh, that would be so oh. cool. That would Please be really go back fresh. to the white helmets. Go back to the white helmets with the 80s, 90s logo, dude, and just oh, stop. So fresh. Stay there forever. <laughs> So fresh. Uh, Duncan drops and says, do we really want a rookie center in front of Rodgers? So I was actually just looking this up and I, I, because I had forgot the exact numbers. Um, I don't. I think there is a chance that the Los Angeles Chargers are going to cut center Corey Lindsley because they are currently $21.3 million over the salary cap and he would be a cap savings for them of what's the number 5.3 million dollars uh and he's 32 years old so i could see them moving on from him to save that cap hit and i could see the jets saying you know what we're gonna go get Corey lindsley we're gonna go get david bakhtiari our offensive line is set we're gonna draft a center in the second or third round that can also play guard in the event lake and tomlinson shits mm. the bed again and now we have an offensive line to protect aaron Rodgers. that's how i would do it if it were me matt how do you feel about a rookie center possibly in front of Rodgers? Uh, I'm fine with it. I, I think it'll be a okay. Um, uh, that's that's not really a, a, a concern for me with a, a young center with with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it has to be like this. You know, this wily wily vet. Um, I'm not. I, I you know this. I've brought it up on the stream a few times. I'm not a big fan of going after Bakhtiari with his injury history the last few years. Um, yeah. But I'm completely I'm completely okay with the young center. I don't think it matters. Greenbean, what about you? You think we are concerned at all playing a rookie center in front of Rodgers? Well, I mean, obviously it depends on which one. Right? You wanted like a sixth round center, but no, I don't have this. I don't have those concerns either, man. If you're if you're using, uh, you know, one of, if you're grabbing like Schmitz or Stromberg or even Patterson or Whip Wipler, any of those guys, I think are going to come in and be plug and play. I think it's totally fine. I'm confident. I'm with it. That said, Corey Lindsley's interesting because two years ago we were all pining for him to be the guy that we signed, right? And he's played with Aaron Rodgers for most of his career. So, Mm -hmm. you know, his Aaron Rodgers' hands have been up his butt before, and I think it would be a nice fit again. I think it would work. I think it'd be good. I think it makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, Fulham Jets says... 
Uh, do you guys think we will swap first this year with Green Bay, 13 for 15? What is the value of that? Let's see, let's see. Uh, draft value chart. What would that equivalent trade be? It would be the equivalent of... Can't be much. It's not, it's 100 points, which means you're talking that is the difference of a third round pick, a compensatory third round pick. Um, it's gonna cost more than that. You, you'd have to, maybe there's a trade up of that plus like, you know, maybe it's our second plus a swap of first round picks. I'd be okay with that sliding down two picks. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. 100%, I, I, would, I would do it. If that's what it would take, that's fine. Yeah. Green Bean, what do you think? Swapping 13 and 15? I'd love it. If that's what we ended up doing, dude, that's best case for me. If we just slide back a couple spots, keep our first, get Aaron Rodgers, then we could slide back some more, grab a bunch of seconds, go get a tackle, a fucking safety, a center. Yeah, that's what I want. I'd love it. That'd be the best. <laughs> I want as many picks as possible, so we got plenty yeah. to talk about draft night. Oh, oh why is man? having them, Ryan? Right? We're used to having a bunch of picks. This is crazy. What's going to happen if we give up the first round of the pick? We're going to be twiddling our thumbs all night on the first day of the draft. <laughs> I hope it's not the <laughs> first. True. It's true. Uh, Wyatt drops in and says, watch the show a few times. First time chatting. Do you guys see a future with Wilson as our starter? Again, taking us uh, to playoffs or possibly more. Wyatt, thank you so much for the super chat and thank you for, for chiming in. We love having everyone talking in the chat. Um, it's always fun. Uh, but yes, okay, so... Do I see a future with Wilson? I see that decision being made after next year. You don't have to make a decision this year. Do I think it could happen? Sure. Do I think it's likely? Probably not. But I think you don't have to make a decision until after the draft next year. And if you have a quarterback that you deem better than Zach Wilson fall to you, maybe you make that selection. Uh, depends on what Aaron Rodgers does, obviously. If Aaron Rodgers is coming back another year, you probably, you know, you may not take a quarterback in that draft. Um, I think there could be a future with Wilson, but I'm not banking on it. Matt? You're shaking your head. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I don't think that's like the most likely of likely scenarios, but I think if there was ever a chance for Wilson to figure it out, it would be going under the wing of his idol and a Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers. So again, is it super likely? I, I, I'm not ready to say that, but if there was ever a chance, I think this, this is it. Greenby, what do you think about Zach Wilson, do you think we see a future with him? What's what? What are you envisioning as the the long term goal, or not the long term goal? But what do you envision long term for Zach Wilson? Well, I think Matt nailed it. I think if there's a chance, this is the way to do it, right? We freshened up the staff, right? We got all experienced guys who have done it with numerous quarterbacks, numerous systems. Like all the guys we brought in have been there and done that, right? Uh, so that's good. Then you bring in Aaron Rodgers. It's Zach's idol, and they already have a a relatively close friendship and all that jazz, right? So then there's that. And the staff pushes them back for a couple years, and, you, you know, we can develop them. I think it's best case. That said, if I had to bet, I would say Zach Wilson is a backup quarterback. That's what I would, that's what I would bet. I'm rooting, and I think it's possible – but Zach really, he looked, he was bad, guys. <laughs> he was bad. So, I don't know. Chris drops in with another super chat. Chris says, the Buffalo Jet fan do it. Hashtag Jets receive Aaron Rodgers. The Packers receive 
wide receiver Corey Davis, a 2023 second round pick, a 2024 first through third round pick pending the conditions first rounder if we win it all saw this on twitter yeah i think that's i think the second round pick and the first in 2024 if we win the super bowl like that 2024 conditional pick is basically what the Favre trade was and we're basically kicking in an extra second this year so i think that makes perfect sense buffalo jet fan is spot on and if you have to send Corey davis over there sure we were going to cut him anyway so that's a throw in for me matt you like this trade Oh, 100%. I do that. I don't even think twice. If that's what they want, say, yep, sure, absolutely. Sign the paper. Let's get it done. Yep. Greenbean, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, I think one, like you said, I think we're more than likely going to cut Corey Davis. It's at least 50-50, so I think, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You lose the 10 mil, and uh, yeah, man, and then you slide back and recoup your second this year. Nice. Not bad. Uh, Warhawk Nation comes in with super chat says if we get aaron Rodgers opening day wings and burgers on me oh man dude i can't wait i love going to opening day with you guys <laughs> it's so much fun last year we had a blast now we want to win on opening day we haven't won the last two years we've done this but man it would be that would be something nice seeing the whole aaron Rodgers thing coming out and it all coming together i love it we're gonna take you up on that warhawk get some yes. burgers matt what's your perfect burger keep it simple i mean just a, a nice burger, American cheese. If you want to get nuts, throw some bacon on there, a little ketchup, and you're good to go. All right, all right. You're a simple man. I like that. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of like the, I like the pepper jack cheese. I like a little bacon. I like a little jalapeno on there. Um, I've had a Jersey burger, the Blue Ale House down on Route 23. Has a nice Jersey burger, Taylor ham egg on top of a, a burger. Pretty good. Ooh. Pretty solid. Green bean, what's your, uh, what's your go-to burger? Um, I'm, I like that Taylor. I don't think I've ever put Taylor ham on a burger. That's a good right. idea. And I like, uh -huh. I'm look, if I have to, if like my best case burger is going to be a good cheese, right? Like, uh, like either like a really sharp cheddar or like a Manchego or something like that. I love that stuff. Um, and I love, uh, uh, a, a fried egg, man. I love it. I think that's amazing. I also love fried onions or sauteed onions. Like, if I'm having my best burger, is gonna have sautéed onions on it, in my opinion. Sautéed onions, an egg, a nice manchego cheese, perfect, medium rare. Ooh, ooh, I'm not a big like onion guy. I like, I guess, a caramelized onions pretty nice, but I'm, I'm not a huge onion guy. I like bacon, I like, like Matt said. Yep, ooh. I can eat onions for dinner. Oof. <laughs> just I grew up in the like the onion capital of like the <laughs> northeast. <laughs> I can't do onions. I smell them when I go outside. Uh, Michael Wilkerson drops in with a super chat. Michael says, J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the drops. They're so good. Uh, what else we got? I saw, I saw a comment in here I wanted to get to. Bam, Jets fan for life. Says, if Rodgers takes 12 and doesn't win it, it will tarnish the number. Remember, it's the only one we got. So that's an interesting way to, mm. to kind of look at it. Green Bean, I, I feel like you probably have uh, maybe sh some stronger feelings on this because you weren't necessarily so gung-ho right off the bat giving up the number 12. How are you feeling about if Rodgers doesn't win at all while he's here and he wears number 12? Do you think that number 12 is going to be tainted? Yes. Ooh. I do. I think it's that's the risk, right? That's mm -hmm. the risk we do. It was retired. It was pure, mm -hmm. and then we brought it out and we tainted it. Yeah, I don't like that's the that's the risk we're gonna take, man. Live by the sword, die by the sword. 
Ooh, ooh, Matt, what about you? How, you, how are you feeling about uh, if, do you think it'll be tarnished if we don't win at all? Well, it can't get any worse. Uh, things can't get worse. So I would say no, it's not tarnished. Joe, Joe Willie, it just shows that Joe Willie has to unfortunately expire before <laughs> anything good happens. <laughs> this is this is our one shot. You have the opportunity to pass over the 12. Maybe it lifts the curse. I uh, I hope so. I like me some Joe Willie. I don't want to see nothing bad happen to him. We want to keep that guy around for as long as possible. Yeah, right. But I do want a Super Bowl, so... <laughs> Uh, I want to eat onions. I don't want onions. You, of course, you want onions. I don't want onions. You're I out of your mind. You no, know, my wife I, did. My, I what? in my fridge right now. I have probably fifteen bulbs of roasted garlic in there right now. You guys like roasted garlic? I'll. Oh yeah. Squeeze it I, out and spread it on stuff. Oh, I love it. Oh, I I love me putting some garlic. I, garlic bread. I could. I get. I, garlic's one of my favorite. Is garlic considered like? The onion family? I guess it could be, right? Yeah. It's uh, uh I right. would say so. so yeah. San, Let me San, see they're cousins. It is. Maybe. Onion and Jace. Onion and Jason. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I I like I like that. I'm I'm a fan of garlic. Um garlic powder. I, I put garlic powder on my pizza all the time. Love me some garlic powder. Oh yeah. <sighs> wonderful yeah uh, um uh, uh garlic belongs to the onion family it's alium sativum mm. with shots <laughs> sativum yeah. sativa that sounds a lot like sativa <laughs> sounds like any, sativa doesn't it ryan yeah i was gonna say is there any like correlation between those words i don't know what maybe sativa means something that right, i didn't yeah, realize probably, it then yeah it probably is yep. uh gary comes in gary says you're in a world. Uh, you're in a fantasy world. A conditional 2024 if he wins the Super Bowl. If we win this year, not happening. 2024 pick happens before 2024 season. How is that working? What? Oh no. That, okay. Let me explain this. You get a conditional 2024 pick if you win the Super Bowl in 2023 this year. So the 2024 Super Bowl is going to have to happen before the 2024 draft pick gets given up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Of course. So, uh, Gary, I think Gary's a little, I think he's got his wires crossed. It's all right. We love you. Neem Lester says, who do y'all think will come over with Rodgers? I feel like Cobb is a lock. For some reason, I'm just mm. like, that's the one I stick to like all the time. Back to Ari, I'm not quite as sold on because of the cap hit it's going to require like the Packers are only going to save $6 million from losing Bakhtiari. He's like a $28 million cap hit. You're not getting another left tackle for $6 million. So that's where I think that this flip and picks where you go 15 for the Packers up to 13 for us, maybe they get their franchise left tackle there in front of the Patriots. And then, um, I don't know. Then maybe you get Bakhtiari. I think Cobb's the most likely one. Greenbean, what do you think? Who's the most, uh, who do you think will come over with Rodgers? Um, uh, Cobb's, Cobb's a realistic, uh, I, he's going into his 13th season though. Mm -hmm. What do you, he had, uh, 34 receptions last year. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I think, dude, I think we have to remember, we don't have a lot of money, so I don't know if it's mm -hmm. going to be this like big influx mm -hmm. of, uh, of free agents or anything. I think Cobb's a realistic option. I think Lazard is another one Well, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people don't like him, you know, and that's, mm -hmm. that's fine. But he's young. He's younger than obviously than Cobb, but even than Corey Davis and all that. So he he might be a guy. Somebody comfortable with Rodgers might be, might you know you might see it happen. But I don't know if it's necessary either. You know. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think that's that's probably true, Matt. Where do you think who do you think comes over with Rodgers? Uh, definitely Cobb, and um, that's the that's the one that jumps out there. There's got to be someone else too, like a lower level guy we're not thinking of. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm I'm hoping Lindsley just because the the center stuff. Mm. Um, okay, that's fair. I think maybe Adrian Amos is on my list mm. in the event you don't want to go after maybe someone like a Jimmy Ward. Like I think Jimmy Ward should be a Jet next year if he if he wants to be. The Jets need safety help. He's played in Douglas or in Salah's defense, or he's going to go to Houston and and play with D'Amico Ryan's. I think D'Amico is going to get a lot of players to go with him. There's a lot of money down there in Houston. Um, yeah. John Jimmy. drops in with a ten dollar super chat. Thank you, John. Much appreciated. I don't see let me see i'm just running through the chat i don't see a comment with it um so i think i think it was just ten dollars super chat so we thank you very much john much appreciated uh kabir drops in he says what are your three favorite draft prospects Ooh, okay um these are probably going to change and i'm not gonna do we want to say favorite draft draft prospects at 13 or in general guys I feel like this can go, I, I guess, at 13. I might narrow okay. it down well, a little bit. Yeah, we'll keep, well, I was just going to say, like, are there three players that you really like that you're like, oh, I want to target that guy in this particular round or something like that. But um, we go for, well, let's go 13 overall. Let's pick our three favorite picks. Matt, I'll have you go first. You pick one. I'll pick one. Green Bean picks one. We'll try to go different. Paris yeah. Johnson. Ooh, okay. I like that one. Uh, I'm going to say... I like Broderick Jones. I'm a, I'm a fan of the SEC tackle. I like that he was compared to DeBrickshaw Ferguson. Um, I'll, I'll say uh, Broderick Jones. Green Bean, where are you? Broderick where's Jones. your prospect? Uh, I'm going to go Jalen Carter. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that okay. would be really cool. If he winds up falling, that would be would be really cool. Um, I yep. guess, Yeah, I guess three favorite draft prospects. Maybe it's not necessarily at 13. It's just favorite prospects. Nolan Smith is the one for me that I've kind of like, wow, this guy's like... Every year I, f- I fall for one guy, and that, that's the one. Uh, Mutt Viles drops in and says, trade more and the 13th and third pick for Devontae Adams. Wow. Yeah, I, I've heard different things about Devontae Adams because he's got a weird thing in his contract. Um, let me get it up here. God, I always spell his name wrong. It's Devontae, right? Yes. There he is. Yeah, I keep putting Devontae Adams. Um, so he has a, as of March 17th, so you're talking a week from tomorrow, his 2023 and 2024 salaries become fully guaranteed for the Raiders. Now, I would think they're probably going to hold on to him. They, they traded some nice picks to get him. Um, but if there was a situation where you could bring him over to the New York Jets, his cap hits would be about $8 million this year, it would be about $17 million next year, and then it would be about, well, you'd probably cut him at this point, but it would be $35 million in 2025. So he's basically got two years fully guaranteed if he's on the roster as of Wednesday this week. So Mutt Viles is saying trade Elijah Moore, pick 13, and a third for Devontae Adams. Um, I don't think I want to do that. I don't I don't think I want to give up a 5-year rookie plus a young 
receiver in Elijah Moore plus a four-year player in the third round. I don't think I'd do this. Matt, where do you where do you fall on Moore pick 13 and a third for Devontae Adams? I mean, his cap hits aren't bad. Oh you're you're figuring it's a two-year deal for like six and a half million and then 17 million these next two years. No, I'll take Elijah Moore and the best tackle at 13 instead. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I am. Greenbean, where are you falling on this? Yeah, 100% no. Sorry, Mutt Viles. Sorry, Mutt Viles. If I could freeze you, I would. (laughs) Uh, Warhawk comes in. Oh, man, we're at the end of our stream. It's already 10 o'clock. Okay, Warhawk uh, says, bold prediction. Jets go 13-4 and and win the division. That's not a bold prediction. That's exactly what's going to happen. I like looking at your crystal ball because I'm looking at the same one. Uh, Boys and girls, we've reached the end of our stream. That went really fast. Um, All right. Greenbean, have you picked our qualifiers for our t-shirt giveaway? Ooh, ooh. yeah, we got almost, I tell you what, we get a few more. I'll pick one more. We're almost at 500 likes, Ryan. I got a whole mess of smokes. What? 500, that's awesome. Okay, yeah, guys, hit that like button. Get us up over that 500 like threshold. That'd be really freaking cool. Matt, can you head back to last week's Talking Jets panel? Let's pick five qualifiers from there as well. John Petrone comes in with a $1 super check. Thank you, John. Always appreciated. Always appreciated. Uh, uh, if I see a chat pop up, I'll, I'll throw it up, John, because I feel like you may be wanting to say something. But if uh, if I see it, I'll throw it up on screen for you. Oh, wow. Look at that. It went right past. You guys are awesome. All right. We'll get I can almost get a cup. I have five more and I get two more qualifiers, man. Look at this. Holy <laughs> shit. Shoot it up. Let's go. Come on. Hit that like button. If John you like Hepburn, what we've been doing. In. Sorry. Hit the like button. If you want to see us. Do more of this in the future. Hit the like button. Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thumbs up. I love when I was frozen and I saw Green Bean doing the 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 thumb udders milk. or what did you call it? Uh, thumb milk udders? Thumbs. <laughs> milk thumbs. Milk thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Becca's gonna be mad at me if I start doing milk thumbs around her. She's oh. milk thumbs. <laughs> Wait, do you do up or down? Was. Is it up or down? What's what's milk thumbs? Well, right, th- yeah, well, the, the milk thumbs are up, but then if it's reverse milk thumbs, oh, that's what I give them all. Yeah, I guess you're, so. You're, you're, you're milking a cow. All right, all right. I, lo- I think milk thumbs is really friggin' funny. That's, that's great. Uh, says, "Bro, she's gonna lose her mind." Yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. I'm not. I'm not bringing up milk thumbs. That's not happening. <laughs> I'm not gonna be allowed to do this anymore. <laughs> all right, Matt. Who we got? Okay, first up is Randy twenty three. And what well, Randy twenty three? Okay, right. we'll go Gary Weber. And I got another one from here, Bumpy Devoshire. You're in. Okay, I'm ready for you, Matt. Tyler L. Tyler L. All right. Michael Palermo. P-A-L-E-R-M-O. Mmm, sounds like deliciousness. I'm hungry. Me too. And we'll go John Hanna, H-A-N-N-A. All right, I put another one in here. Nightbot's picking you right now, and it's John Fister, not my sister. There it is. Oh, (laughs) Mr. Fister. Oh, God. Holy shit, I'm going to get another one. Look at this. Oh, I like Lion. it. 
Hennessy Heisman dropped in and said, by this time tomorrow, we will have our quarterback. Cheers, boys. Let's go. Come on. Hennessy, from your lips to Aaron Rodgers' ears. All right. Last one is Bino. Okay, let's do it. Ooh, here we go. Okay, boys and girls, let's do a little odds or evens. Three, two, one. That's a six. We got an even. All right, Tony Alexio, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Streveler is out. Jerome Strax is gone. Kerry Pickroad is gone. CT Jets fan, you're out. Phil Adams from the UK is gone. Ryan S. is gone. New York Sports Wicker Media, that's Watch2K. He's out even though he oh, lives for garlic. No. Wolves 55 is out. Phil, you're out. Hepburn, you're gone. Uh, John Fister is out. Uh, Gary Weber's out. And Michael Palermo is out. Ah, rats. All right, three, two, one. That's, what is that math? That's a 10. Whew, I need Shay here to teach me math. <laughs> Where's Miss Rachel ten? when you need her? I, oh, dude, we've been watching so much Miss Rachel. It's great. That was a 10? That was a 10. Yeah, yeah sorry. Okay, all right. Tom K. Hill's out. Jeffrey R. is out. Okay. Adam Greenberg is gone. Oh, Jet Freely, you're out. There he goes. Oh. The Highlander Prime is gone. Bino, you're out. Uh, Tyler L. is out. All right. We still got a bunch. Ooh, okay. Three, two, one. Oh, shit. Just happened. There we go. We got a six and a seven. That's a seven. We got a seven in there, Greenby. That's Ooh, not odd. Okay. Scott V, you're out. Jennifer uh, Slattery is gone. No. Joe S. Yep. Joe S is gone. And Randy 23 is gone. We're down to one, two, three, four. Uh Hector Cabrera dropped in, said, What's up, guys? Matt, did you guys uh <laughs> Matt, did you give the guys some weed? They're hungry and acting out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So a couple uh, rumors were, uh, were you, I think Ryan was, uh, the start of circulating a rumor about something that happened last night. Oh, whoa, whoa, hold on. I did not start it. Some, I said it, someone in the chat said it. I know exactly where you're going with this. Oh, yeah. Think, yeah. We were live at the same time and the amount of congratulations I was getting. And then T goes like <laughs> me, me and Ryan. I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, I very much did not get engaged last night, but I appreciate this. That was not me. Oh. I, I brought it up. Someone said something on, uh, on stream, like on the, uh, in the chat, they're like, Oh, did Matt drop to a knee? I was like, I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. He didn't tell us that. I didn't get that far. No. Yeah. I was so. very confused. I, I was, <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Uh, Astamar Darkstar says, Zach Wilson just wrote a book. Just make me the shooter, please. Um, not sure I understand that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like that went over my head. I'm sorry. Uh, it's too late. How many people we got left, uh, Green Bean? Four. 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 All right. Three, two, one. That's a five. That's an odd number. All right. Mark Riz, you're out. And Bumpy Devilshire is out. We are down to two. All right. First number after Snowball, plus whatever we throw up. Three, two, one. That's a 10. Green Bean, I can't see all your fingers. All right. Uh, ah, shit, Matt, how, what did you have up? I had 10. Matt had 10. Green Bean <laughs> had eight. That's 18. I got 22 right here, plus whatever Snowball's thing was after that. Uh, six. I don't even remember what the math was, but that's an even number. We used all, right. all even. All so right. There you go. John Han is out. 
Chris, you win. Just straight, regular, old-fashioned Chris. All right. Ooh, Chris, reach out to me on uh, email, jetstalk247 at gmail.com. I'll get your info. I'll send you out a shirt. Um, I'll get all your, your stuff. But guys, that's going to reach, or that's going to be the end of our panel tonight. We had a great time talking with you. Uh, Greenbean, let us know what you got going on. Any last words for our panel? Well, I'm going to do a live show after this stream. So all 770 of you, come on over to Green Bean Jets fan. We're going to do another 30-minute show. That's it. But in between now and then, I'm going to go have, I'm going to eat two full bulbs of of roasted garlic. I'm going to eat the whole thing. (laughs) Oh, Matt, any last words for our panel? Uh, I I had a huge coffee because I got to record just Jets after this. I decided I'm like I'm not going to record because he's going to sign, but I'm I'm going to record. And then by yeah. the time I'm done, while I'm editing, I'm 99.9 percent positive Green Bean will still be on, so I'll have something to watch while I edit. <laughs> I was going to say yeah. Green Bean's never Green Bean's always on for just a half hour, but it winds up being two and a half three hours. I'm I'm sitting here, it's like after midnight. I'm like, what's Green Bean do? I'll sit in here and talk to Green Bean, boys and girls. <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. We are super excited there is going to be news at some point this week i know it's going to be aaron Rodgers. it's got to be aaron Rodgers. i'm going to be like hanging to my phone non-stop and my wife is going to kill me for it but thank you guys so much for hanging out with us it's been a lot of fun we'll be back here next week eight o'clock to ten o'clock for talking jets with hopefully a new quarterback j-e-t-s I think every single person in this locker room is a competitor at the highest level. So, yeah, when you feel as if your back's against the wall, you never have to feel like you got to do it by yourself. Under pressure, sacked by Quentin Williams. You look to your left and your right, you got guys out there with you that, that our whole point is to help each other. This one to Mims. To be able to go out and and lead these guys, just to know how hard these guys work and how important it is to them, and then you get that chance to to lead them. Everything that happened that needed to happen for us, it almost felt like kind of like a sign, like get like a second chance almost. Gets extra pushes, running left. Maybe a little extra life breathing in the locker. Touchdown, Jets!